Malevolent Movies presents The Hunt for Bad October. Joe has selected 2004's The Lunar Path. Hey everybody and welcome to Malevolent Movies the Podcast, episode number 31. We are continuing our second annual Hunt for Bad October. And we have entered a realm that I didn't know if we would ever enter when it comes to this <laughs> podcast. A realm where, what is a movie? We're now going to have to question, what is a motion picture? <laughs> what constitutes an actual piece of cinema? What is the difference between filmed uh, action and what makes a real movie? And I think that question will be at least brought up uh, on this recording as uh, Joe Buckley, who is not on this episode due to his curse has given us, gifted us, cursed us with uh, a title, a 57 or 58 minute movie, if you will, called The Lunar Pack. <laughs> yeah. well, Joe had to find a anthology movie that had werewolf or werewolves in it. And mm-hmm. he had the... The curse of annihilation. Yeah, so yeah. he was out, <laughs> banished from his own episode. And again, that, that, that was all random and it quite fortunate for us to get a, a nice little bubby break yeah, no kidding um but i was helping joe much like i help a lot of people during these competitions i just do searches for stuff and i send that to him um but joe had his accident and everything and so we gave <clears> him some <throat> additional time to try and find his movie and it mm-hmm. came down to really three movies it, right out the gate joe joe called me he's like dead time stories because like that's the one mm-hmm. anthology movie he knows because it, it has i don't know if Ryan, it has some clout, I guess. It's it's from the 80s. It's 87 or something, or 86. I, I don't know. It's something that pops up. I've never seen it. It's, had it's a something release, that pops at up. Least. It's had a Blu-ray release, right? I think so. And it's got a cool cover, and it's one of those that, you know, aficionados of the, you know, 80s schlock kind of stuff bring up. But again, I've never seen it. It's on all the streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, again, it's a cover I've seen my whole life, but I've never actually watched it. Because to be honest, outside of the... The 60s and 70s amicus stuff, and then, you know, Creep Show and Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, and of course, Trick or Treat, and Pulp Fiction, I suppose. I am not a big fan of anthologies. Neither so am I. I, I, th- I rarely Until seek Until the Lunar Pack. Now yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe was Dead Time Stories, and I'm like, so I, lo- I Googled it, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen the cover. Like, I, and then I saw that I think it had like a Screen Factory release or something, and it's like... Mm-hmm. So it's like, Joe, I know why you're saying that, but like, do you know why you should pick it? And so I think we did like two or three like video calls where we skimmed through some stuff and talked about stuff. And it came down to Dead Time Stories, The Lunar Pack and Tom Holland's Twisted Tales. Um, There was there are other movies, a bunch we couldn't find. There's this 1994 Twisted Tales, which I saw a trailer for. It looked great. And by great, I mean bad. But I couldn't find it. <laughs> they they um, dug through something called Fright Club in 2006, and it was cringy. But it was like you know, I think it was it, like 90 minutes. So it's like, well, you know, I don't know if, if people will watch that. Then there's like the uh, Blood of the Werewolf, um, which was like an all uh, werewolf anthology. But I don't think we could find a decent copy. Something called Scary Tales from 2014. So really, it was Dead Time Stories, which Joe was just like, yeah, it's the thing. And then there was Tom Holland's, which was two hours and like 25 minutes. And it, and it had like one segment, I think, 
for a werewolf. And the segment was good, but ultimately, if you're getting like two and a half minutes of a werewolf, I people might take points away, especially if it's that long. And then um, the lunar pack is very short, but very bad. And so mm. I watched the lunar pack. <laughs> Joe watched Dead Time Stories. And like we knew that Tom Hollins would be a, like a, a safer pick because it has people we've seen before um, in other uh, malevolent movie movies and stuff. So it was kind of like, well, you know, I, I, I tried to dig up the message, but it's too far buried. Basically, I was like, who are you trying to make happy, Joe? Pick Lunar Pack if you want me to be very happy, but you're going to piss off Ryan. I'm like, really? It's Zach, <laughs> Nick and Trevor. You got to find the middle ground, because if you can get those three, you're going to get either me or Ryan. And yeah. so surprisingly, like a Joe watched Dead Time Stories and he said he was bored. And so yeah. I'd never watched it before. And so, um, you know, I, I watched a trailer. The production value is great. I mean, for, you know, it's a 1980s, you know, anthology thing. That's three stories. So that's like three half hour pieces. It looks great. The werewolf segment, the effects look cool, but he said he was bored. And so he's like, I think he, yeah. he said, I want to go on this with what he thought was the safe bet, which is the shorter, the better. So that was that was his thinking at the time. Um, so I, I, I feel like I got to give guys don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, I hate the game mm. right now. hundred <laughs> percent. I hate this fucking game. Yeah. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't for this little guy right here, this little boy, Roddy. Fuck this. Fuck this movie. I'm out. I'm done. I quit. Roddy's My seat dead, is empty. Hell. Find a new fat guy. Trevor's out. Well, well here's the yeah. thing. Before we go any further, I just want to make sure. Uh, I've got everything straight for myself. Joe had to pick an anthology film. Yep. Yep. And that had werewolves. Yep. yep. Okay. I mean, an anthology film. Okay. That's all I needed to, to know for my points. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> this may be the first time someone gets zero points. No. Ryan, I told I you the motion picture I don't think Academy a film was chosen. says that anything over 40 minutes is a feature film. Well, and it that, doesn't matter you know. if they used uh, like Wingdings font and they edited this <laughs> on a ColecoVision, it still counts. Well, then at that, well, then I mean, that's the thing is, is anything that's make believe and has editing, does that make it a movie? So, I mean, that means Malevolent Movies has opened itself up to, I mean, Google Photos makes you a little movie like every month. I mean, does that count as a film? Can we review minutes. that? I mean, if it's forty if minutes, you know, 40 you minutes know for the pictures, better than any of us, that Joe would vehemently <laughs> agree that yes, it's if as long as it's anything cut in a sequence, that's a movie to Joe, and and he would laud that. He's probably right now. He's he's writing a letter to Mark Zuckerberg. Mark, f congratulations on your eight billion movies this year. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, you're the most prolific filmmaker ever. <laughs> Well, that's sort of the meat that we're going to be chewing on, on the bone. We're going to be gnawing like a werewolf uh, throughout this episode. Of, <laughs> yeah, it's mostly gristle. It's mostly just just growth. It's just boned and ugh. I don't even want to get into it, but we have to because it's Malevolent Movies and Roddy is counting on us. Roddy is the only reason I'm sitting here dealing with all the bullshit and, and, and going through the lunar pack. It's for you, Roddy. So, man, I hope you appreciate it. Well, it's a good cause. It's a good, you know, you know what we should do for the um, awards show? It should be a telethon <laughs> to bring Roddy back. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, I'd love that. I'm a huge fan of the Jerry Lewis telethons. You know, back in the day, I, every Labor Day weekend, I watch a bunch of that on YouTube, of course. And so uh, the idea of a telethon, I'm not kidding. I would love to do something like that. That'd be fun. Can Joe be um, Nutty Professor? <laughs> yeah, sure. I wanted to do it. Hey, flavor, thanks. 
the whole time. He's just got to do his, his best Jerry Lewis as the Nutty Professor. Well, Ryan, you bookend this uh, review, so why don't you get us started yeah. here? All right. And then again, right before we kick this off, I will say the funny thing is the guy who directed this movie is a guy named Jason LaCorey. Uh, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. It's liquor with an I. And while I was on my hunt this year, I did start to watch a movie that he directed, a newer movie called uh, uh, Jacks versus Lanterns. And I will say that his growth as a filmmaker between 2003 and 2020 or 2021, whenever that came out, it's not much. It's not much. There's, it's a, it's a, it's a small growth uh, at best. <laughs> a real chode of a career. Yeah, we know all about <laughs> small growths here on Louisville Movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's saying something. Um, yeah, no kidding. All right, so, so here we go. The Lunar Pack. Um, a picture, picture going to a, a relative's house and going through and finding an old VHS tape. And putting it in the VCR, and it's got some issues. Um, it, the sound is a little off. It's dropping out. Um, there's lines throughout. And I don't mean that fun goof that you can get software and put on your videos now to make it look like it. I'm talking it really sucks. <laughs> it's lines. It and it's, video. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the stuff to make it look like, you know, your 1080p know, or whatever. Yeah. Your 4K. No, this is real. <laughs> this is this all is real. really this bad. It's <laughs> built in. It's baked into the movie. It's analog, yeah. man. This is real VHS. Uh, quality yeah. stuff because it was made on VHS. Um, so picture that as we as we talk about this movie. So it opens with a title card that says Hocus Focus Productions, which is slightly out of focus, which is fun. Uh, yeah. Music starts <laughs> and then stops. So the, the Hocus Focus title card's got a little music or something, and then it just stops because we've got a, a cut. Yeah. God, this this hurt immediately. <laughs> like, like as soon as Hocus... And when I read Hocus Focus, I went, no, yeah. no, no, Joe. Absolutely not. Um, and it, it didn't get any better. No. This is, oh, this is a lot so, like Spaceship Terror. But without um, the violent pornography, <laughs> it's just yeah. It, it's like it's the just the editing and the movie itself is just that bad. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's, it's really unlike anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's unlike anything else, but it's like everything else. It's literally like every any time if you were bo <laughs> any time you try to make a video project in 1990s up through the early 2000s. If you did that, then you fucking did this. You know what I mean? If you had two VCRs, you cut them together to, for English class. You had this. You did exactly what this director did. This is an AV project with with two VCRs. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> and that's it's, it's how a project. you make a it's, movie. Uh, yeah, it's God, it's just, it reminds me. It's like a, a community college in two thousand one had one of those com those continuing education classes where everybody pays one hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars uh, to cover the to cover the, the the materials and every Wednesday for three or four weeks, you go for two hours and somebody teaches you how to make a video and they show what they give you a bunch of VHS camcorders and you, your first couple of projects is a, a werewolf and a girl fighting. That's what this fucking is. That is what this is. That's what the lunar pack is. It's not even called the lunar pack, but we'll get to that. So anyways, music starts and then stops. Then there's a new screen, uh, fade up on a painting. Kind of. I mean, it's paint that was used to make it, I believe. Uh, there's trees and a full moon. Uh, then we hear a wolf howl. 
we then dissolve, a video dissolve, to another amateur painting of a castle. And we hear some bad laughter. <laughs> Uh, as darkness, and this is, and then a voice, a voiceover starts up. As darkness falls upon the castle, enter the tower and climb the stairs. And then we're treated, uh, during this, we're treated to VHS footage of steps and a brick wall. Not some cool, uh, scary brick wall or mausoleum. It's just a brick wall of like the YMCA. Um, <laughs> Ryan is yeah, really underselling this. Ryan, the the portraits were taking us into this world. It's a fantastical land. Yeah, it's setting the scene, setting the tone really for the yeah. whole evening. Like I was, I bought in right away. Like I, like I'm going to a castle. Like Ooh. here, here's a good. Here's how I felt. Here's how I felt about it. This opening, this painting, this world that they were transporting us to made the opening world transportation of Trolland. Remind me of the sweeping vistas in Lord of the Rings. That's the difference. Yeah. Made me long for Trolland, for Christ's sake. Anyway, it's a YMCA that they're shooting this shit at. They're trying to make it look like Tales from the Crypt also. Uh, the music then turns circusy, and the scary voice goes from his whole thing, climb the stairs, and come and watch movies with Misty. And... Uh, uh, then we get credits. Uh, Debbie Roshan as the mistress. Uh, horror fans know her name. She's been in like uh, 250 trauma movies and the movies of all shapes and sizes. She is a name in the indie horror community and has been for a long time. But as we see with this movie, The Lunar Pack, she'll act in your project if you give her a couple of bucks. Doesn't yeah. even have to be shot on film. Just look, what do we got? Joe Buckley in the house uh, talking about the movie. Ryan, you're just going to gloss over the beautiful text. Like it's in been the a couple. Of, I haven't got to there yet. I haven't got to there yet. Okay, I haven't got to there yet, dude. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a buck about this, you can just go. I'm gonna be buck. <laughs> I, I have to since Buckley's not on here. I gotta cover Buckley. Plus, it's been usually I watch this movie right before we record, and it's been like eight, like six days since I watched this. Uh, I'm trying to remember what my notes mean. Uh, <laughs> but yes, we get some. It's it's all VHS stuff. I don't know how it's the you know it's VHS fonts like you would see on a movie maker kind of thing. Um, and, and uh, yeah, Debbie Roshan is a mistress. Uh, then we finally see who this mistress is. We see mistress Misty. Uh, she's a buxom brunette in a black dress and she's posing by an open window. Um, during this, we get a shot of her coming out from behind a large door and beckoning us to follow. Ooh, what can we see behind this door? We get some shots of some suits of armor <clears throat> and some battle axes. And some maces and chains and a gargoyle oil gargoyle owl thing on a wall. And this stuff looks okay, I guess. I don't know if it was on the museum. Kind of looks like some of the decorations on the wall at Starve Rock. This it looks oh, like uh, this, to me this was like midi like a medieval times. I wrote yeah, yes, I wrote, yes. I wrote regional medieval well, times. Not not even <laughs> that. It's like even them going up like the the just plain the modern contemporary staircase. brick wall. It's like, okay, you're in like the boiler room of medieval times. Then you go upstairs to like where everything is decorated. Yeah. It, assuming it's all the same building. Yeah. That's, we're just, we were just in the basement of medieval times. Now we are at the, the King's court. We are ready to get our chicken on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. And it's all the cameras, you know, going and the cameras moving along the wall, just like that opening from the Tales from the Crypt, the show, you know, where we're mm -hmm. we're creeping into, a, you know, a scary place to see where this ghoulish figure is going to tell us some scary tales. And then um, 
So we see that, and we also see this gargoyle owl thing on the wall, which we'll come back into. I got one laugh out of me in this whole thing. Uh, the screen then fades to red, and then we get these fade-ins with this goofy text that says, At the movies with Mistress Misty. At no point, at no point, is this movie called The Lunar Pack? Yeah. At no point is the word Lunar Pack seen? Because this wasn't made to be a movie. These were short films on the guy's GeoCities website. And then he's like, I'm going to put them together. And he hired Debbie Roshonda, and they went real quick and recorded some shit. And he cut it into a movie and called it The Lunar Pack, because all the stories are about werewolves. But you said it right there, Ziggler. He cut it into a movie. That's right. Into a film. A feature film. Mm. Yeah. In his mind, yes. In his mind, yes. <laughs> which you can rent this, by the way, for $2 on Amazon Prime, which is that an hurt. absolute ripoff. That hurt me because, like, I always thought it was kind of cool that one of our, two of our movies are available on Amazon Prime. And I was like, we've done something, but now it turns out literally anything can end up. Oh, yeah. There. And that made me really oh, yeah. sad. And you have, to, ours is free. You have to pay for this yeah, one. Yeah. That's a, it's yeah. a real bummer. Oh, yeah. Ours is better than this, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. By miles. By miles and miles. Every, every, there's nothing I've seen. The Big F. Mwah! I love you, Big F, compared to this. I love yeah. you. You know what? Spaceship Terror? Go ahead and sit down at my table. You're all right. Compared <laughs> I to would this. rather watch Spaceship Terror again than this. Yeah, because at least it made me feel something. As d- it made me feel disgust. This, does, I was, I was it, like, what, what am I doing? Does anyone else have anything they'd like to say about Spaceship Terror while we're while we're here? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I've I cast my vote already. It's not very I good. Do. I do. Spaceship oh, no. Terror. <laughs> Lunar Pack. Oh, oh, no! Fuck you! <laughs> you know what I want to say? You know what I want to say? Fucking uh, what's something? Uh, Doll Factory. Doll Factory. Uh, Boom! Lunar Pack. Wow. Okay. No. No, no. no. Everybody Come else, kick, we gotta kick Tyler the off. It shows violence today. That's fine. <laughs> yes. uh, that's fine. I don't care if shit about the Godfather. <laughs> but don't you dare besmirch the Doll Factory. <laughs> yeah, that's an actual film. Okay. Yeah. Stop yeah, killing that's a comedy, yeah. boy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> And the people involved in Doll Factory were trying to make... That's the thing. Is I don't think this guy was trying to make anything like this. It's all all this shit is an afterthought. But anyways. Every time every time I saw that Jason LaCourie was responsible, I got more and more upset. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I had a great joke. Sorry, I'm cutting way ahead. But during cool. the, the last film segment... Oh, um, I, like, thing. I, I started like seeing out loud to myself, I'm like, man, this is like a Justin Price film. And then I and, like <laughs> literally I'm by myself. And then I went on to say, you know what? It's more like a Justin Price drop film. Oh! <laughs> 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 and I laughed. I laughed at my own joke in privacy. <laughs> because Lunar Pack wasn't giving That's you a laughs. So you had to. Yeah. I got more laughs than you than I would care to admit, but I will admit. <clears throat> Well, I did. I did laugh a few times. Most of it was you guys at know I'm the, fucked the in the head when it comes to this shit. Of course, like I, I love. <laughs> oh, no, you love this nonsense for some fucking <laughs> well, I reason. I get it. I get it too. But I would say this. I would say there's a long difference between this and a sickness house. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. a big. This isn't. Th- this is not. This isn't this real. Does feel That's like if we had taken all of the like when I was in uh, when I was at NIU, we had a lot of like um practice things where we'd go out with the camera and try to get one medium shot one wide shot and try to yes. like you know and mm-hmm. this feels like those camera practice uh, yeah. sessions, but <laughs> somebody felt, stitched them together this felt like uh the av club in high yeah. school yeah yeah yes 
It's and real. as that, it's fine. If that's what I knew I was watching, some guy who just likes movies and was like, okay, guy, here's a couple of my things. I threw them up on YouTube. These are my goofy werewolf movies I made with my friends while I was taking these community college class. I would be like, I wouldn't have anything to say. I'd be like, oh, yeah, those are very, very good. But hey, man, I'm glad you, you've been practicing and trying. But when I'm forced to look at it as a piece of cinema for a competition. <laughs> hey, nobody no, no, asked no. you to look at it like a piece of cinema. I yeah, you look at it Roddy asked me to. Roddy asked me to. Roddy said you're in the, you in the title. Stop of, having private conversations with Roddy. <laughs> and the channel, the name of this channel asked me to because it's malevolent movies. Movies. That is true. If malevolence in the title. That's I mean that's the biggest point right there. But so is movie. It's not benevolent movies. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. And Zach. I will say this before I continue. Uh, before I continue, because I have a short uh, I have a real short bit. Um <laughs> You wanted Tyler. You wanted to make me mad with some of these other releases. You want. You thought, well, this will make Ryan mad. This, and I always said, no, it won't, because I'm. I figured that da 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 da. This did it. This Good. did it. <laughs> this did it. Not not an eighteen hour Frankenstein movie or or whatever else. Not even Spaceship Terror made me this mad. Buck in this the just house. Made Buck me, in the house. No. This just made me <laughs> just. I was just like, is this what we're gonna? Is this the kind of shit we can get subjected to now? I at least thought we would get a movie, even if it was bad. But now I, we can get anything. I have never fallen asleep while watching a malevolent movie until yesterday. <laughs> Are you telling me that you fell asleep during the seven minutes of setup uh, of a black and white noir film? I did, actually. It was yeah. his film number two. I, was, I fucking knew it was. <laughs> I was I was sitting there. Oh, also this was at work. Um, on on <laughs> Saturdays at work. Yeah. Well, on Saturdays it is myself and one other person. Sean. Hey, Sean. If you ever find this, what's up? <laughs> um, and I was I was taking lunch and I was like, ah, I'm gonna watch like the first like I don't know thirty minutes of this. Lunch thirty minutes. That's fine. So I put my feet up on my desk and I'm watching it with my headphones on, and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm so pissed that I have to. Um, recap any of this but movie one is pretty short so that was nice <clears throat> that's my yeah. section and then i get to movie two and then i jerk my head up like that like because i was like leaning back too far <laughs> and i realized i've been asleep for like 20 minutes <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> i slept through the whole uh second movie <laughs> and part of the third one um so yeah that's how boring this also this is the shortest movie we've watched it's not like I had to watch fucking Lawrence of Arabia and I fell asleep. <laughs> Nothing I, uh, fucking I happens in this movie. I don't think this is somehow this is not the shortest movie. There are there have to be unaccounted for minutes in this movie because when I found out, like I didn't look at how long it was until afterwards, and I could have swore it was two hours and thirty minutes, and they just didn't oh, yeah. count half the time. Okay, yeah. but this is this is the the, the shortest runtime. But like at least twenty percent of this movie is just credits in between yeah, the films. That's fair. True. So there's really not that much meat on these bones. True. No. And the thing is, I uh, I have a, a video camera in my little screening room uh, in case you know I have a paranormal activity. And the funny thing is, I would decide to videotape myself watching this. And even though the runtime is fifty seven minutes, when I went back and looked at the video, and I I just fast forward, I was sitting there for fourteen hours, and the just. <laughs> I just fast forward. I'm just sitting there. So where did that go? It is the longest movie. I thought there you were being honest for there for hours. a second. And that freaked me out. I'm like, what, <laughs> no, what, I don't what believe What purvis thing are you doing in your screening room? <laughs> just dusting my Blu-rays, really, is all it comes down to. <laughs> dusting dusting my Blu-rays. Yeah, with the... You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
All right. Anyway, let's let's move. Let's, come on. All right. So we get <laughs> an extreme longest episode. Lunar pack. Let's go. <laughs> we got this, boys. <laughs> no. Three and a half hours, baby. No, the, it's not. There's an there's an extreme close up of a uh, a fake spider on a coffin as the camera kind of pulls back, kind of pulls back. I don't know how else to describe it. It's green screen or blue screen. I don't know. Misty is front is in front of a green or blue screen, whatever the fuck they had uh, at that time. Uh, background of a castle room set. So the back, she's not in the castle room, but it, there's a castle room thing projected behind her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's got it a glass like a of Eric bit. Because like the like the background doesn't change at all, but she is clearly being <laughs> zoomed in and out of. Yeah, so she gets and it's, bigger and, and smaller. <laughs> And it it's terrible. Just, it looks like public access, like Steve Brule, exactly Wayne's World shit. It's it's that. Yeah, yeah. But it's scary, uh, but, guys. <laughs> well, it gets scary. Anyways, uh, Mister Misty is drinking uh, something out of a glass, red liquid, and she says, "AB negative, my personal favorite." You know, full moons always keep me up, and I can see that something has kept you up too, fucking Roddy. Something about a bright white light in the middle of a dark sky that makes us go wild affects some of us more dramatically than others. Then she spins out of frame, and we cut to a real set, which is uh, which is to say a black curtain behind a small table with a fish tank on it, some handcuffs, a remote control, and a single rose. <sighs> Misty sits down by the table. And says, this rose reminds her of a friend of hers with a bad temper. She is quite a bitch. Then we cut to that gargoyle owl. <laughs> and his head spins toward her and goes, rrr, rrr, makes some sort of noise. And I laughed. I laughed. I didn't want to. I'm laughing now thinking of it. The gargoyle thing is a puppet. And it moves its head a little bit and makes a weird noise. And this fucking lunar peck got a laugh out of me. It's the only thing I liked. Anyway, um, then Misty says, uh, her friend had a very good reason to be a bitch. Watch for yourself. And then she picks up the remote control and hits play. See you in a few minutes, unless you get scared. And there mercifully ends my first section. Jeez, that felt like it took forever. (laughs) It did. Yeah. Yeah, it it felt like watching it did. I mean, we you, you can't un <laughs> un oh, under over what the fuck am I trying to say? The, if anybody's watching the lunar pack, just jump to like one minute and seven seconds as you watch title font slowly beep boop beep boop beep like Tetris yeah. onto the screen and it says at the movies, you know, with Mistress Misty, and it's like. I loved it. Like, I loved it. Cause I'm like, I, like Ryan said, like, I'm like, this is a fucking, somebody's got a VCR and they're doing some yeah, weird that's what it is. shit with yeah. video toaster or something. And I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was sold immediately. And that's, yeah. you know, and that, and it, it's fine, you know, for, for a project, but for just for my, I respect my level at movies too much, even when it's, we're supposed to be finding something really, really terrible. This is just not up to my, up to mus, mus, snuff or mustard or cut the mustard or whatever euphemism you want. It doesn't cut the this snuff, just, bro. It doesn't. It, it doesn't cut the the snuffster. So it just. It's like uh, <laughs> this is the, the, the line in it the sand sucks. has to be drawn. It's fucking terrible, is what no, I was trying to say. Because if it makes you upset, Ziggler, then that's we're on the right path. We're digging yeah. for gold here. <sighs> 
but that's not helping. That's not going to help Roddy. That's well, not going to help that, Roddy. That is a good point. Maybe that is a good is. point. Maybe. Hey, that's what know. I'm saying. But Joe, Joe took a risk. Serious way. Joe took a risk. Almost every pick Joe does, it's it's something that's already in the back of his head that he doesn't. He's not going to watch. You it. know what? I, I was thinking about that. This is kind of a risk for him, and I I do appreciate it. I'm still pissed at him for this fucking pick. <laughs> But, you know, he's trying. He's going out of his comfort zone, even if slightly. And that, you know, it's like it's like you have a kid that you're like, all right, I mean, fuck, he tried. I hate the outcome, but he tried. You know, he did his best. Yeah, I, and we can't be mad at him. <laughs> I don't know if I put so much of the blame on Joe for this is my thing. Okay. Oh, this, really? This smells of this has too much of Tyler said. Joe, Joe picked it. So he, here's here's the here's the exchanges. I knew where we were headed with this. You think okay. it's got an am stink all over it? Uh, okay. So Joe and I were watching stuff and messaging each other. Oops, I accidentally yeah. just did something there. Um, Starts strong uh, is what you're saying. I'm skipping through Twisted Tales. This is the Tom Holland's thing. Looking mm -hmm. for the werewolf mm -hmm. segment. It's too bad. It's so long. Um. Uh, and then I said, this is, I was watching the Lunar Pack at the time. This, the wraparound for this is an Elvira ripoff and she's feeding her disgusting vampire baby blood. It looks <laughs> awful and it's funny. Um, and then I started saying, you know, the first segment is great because it's just a fight. Second segment is very slow, uh, borderline boring. Um, and then um, Joe was saying the blood of the werewolf looks like it's shot on video. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm watching here too. Um, and then I go through the details of the third part. And then I said, the lunar pack is all about werewolves is short and is pure cringe charm. I would give this high marks, but I'm crazy. I could see Nick giving it good points. Trevor may be good points, but Zach would probably not like it. And Ryan will hate it. <laughs> um, nailed it. But then, but then yep. I said, Ryan does appreciate Indies. Uh, but if he gets bored, it will tank. Uh, and oh, then he yeah. said, yeah, it's a this isn't an indie. If you think it's got charm, it could definitely work, but I'd have to leave Roddy roasting in hell. Do you think you, <laughs> do you think that's worth the risk? Um, and I said, <sighs> I've been wrong in the past. Um, so I'd say go with your gut. So I told him it's his pick. Roddy does get stuck in <clears throat> purgatory. Um, oh, if Roddy does get stuck in purgatory, I'm sure that's a story element that could bring him back. <laughs> Um, and then we have a conversation about dead time stories. And then this, I gave him my, my final critical consensus at this point. It's established that Ryan can't give you shit for picking something that may be more well-known. So you're safe there more than likely. He would probably give it decent points based on its pedigree. And it is older. Uh, you really need to get Trevor, Zach and Nick. They, they are, or they, they, Oh my God. What am I saying here? They are more of the middle ground. Whereas Ryan and I are extremes on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> True. Um, so then he said he was going to watch Dead Time Stories. And then um, he uh, on October 12th at 8.24 a.m., I watched some of Dead Time Stories. It's boring. I watched some of Lunar Pack and thought it'll be a wild card. I think it's a better some choice. <laughs> a wild card. Some of. Watched some of. So again, he didn't even watch the entire picks that he was even thinking of doing. It's he, not uh, half -assed an hour. Oh, Joe will never do it. Joe will never watch a movie unless it's picked for him or by someone else he won't yeah, yeah. i mean okay. he's never gonna watch the lunar pack he doesn't have to because he can't rate his own movie so he's safe that's true he's completely that's safe from this. fucker he's oh my god you shouldn't have said that you know the moment that you give him a hard time he's gonna say "Ooh, my lower back oh <laughs> my bottom my bottom <laughs> i wish he would say Asshole. his bottom 
My rear end. Uh. My bottom swollen. My bottom swollen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, this. I mean, it's hard to describe this thing. Is because it's so vis- It's so much about the visual, and it's a very specific thing. Like I don't even know how to describe how to describe some of these things. You know what I mean? That's another thing that makes it difficult because it's just. You know, you know exactly what I'm trying to describe, but I can't describe it well. It's just cra- it's just bad. It's just bad. It's bad line. Mm-hmm. It's not acting. It's not editing. It's it's a goof. I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see how you guys fare with your descriptions. I don't know. Well, Trevor's up. Oh boy! All right. So, <sighs> God damn. so this movie starts, and it starts off like a trailer. Um, we get blood red letters, um, essentially giving us like a pitch <laughs> for this short, um, over shots <laughs> of this woman entering a spooky building with a flashlight and a big, like ornate knife. Um, they say 700 years ago, they killed her family for centuries. She has hunted them driven by hate living for vengeance. And tonight for this one. It ends. Dark Rose <laughs> colon seven hundred year itch. Um, so that's how it starts, which is a weird way to start start things. She, oh, I yeah. mean, strong's one way to say it. That's one word. Um, it ends with <laughs> so so. It, it, this blonde woman is like walking through this spooky building. She's got a flashlight. She eventually finds like. Another lady who's like laying down who wakes up. She looks like she's some sort of a creature. It ends when she stabs her and she goes like, ah, and they show it like three separate times from three separate angles. It sucks. Um, and it turns out that the lady laying on the floor was a vampire. She has little vampire fangs now. Oh no. Um, they each get some shitty, quippy line in to say as their names appear on screen something you've miscalculated the time or something it's they're 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 fucking terrible they're they're awful this sounds like an eighth grader wrote it oh god give me more of that give me some junior high films (laughs) and like to an extent i appreciated it I had a good time watching this. I mean, not like a good, not like a real good time. But this, this, this first one isn't great, but it's, it's probably my favorite of the three. A lot of that is because it's just real bad and it's real short, thankfully. Um, oh boy. So the vampire is like chasing the, uh, like the hunter, I called her. I, I can't remember her name. I think I get it later, but vampire is chasing the hunter. Um, the hunter leads her outside. And leaves her watch like on a branch of a tree or like a weed or something. She looks like she's in like a rainforest cafe after hours. Yes, like she's trying to lock up. <laughs> Some drunk mom is just like <laughs> looking for her son. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy, this is gonna be a good episode, y'all. Um, so she leaves her watch on a branch so like the vampire can find her like track her more easily um the vampire that is a that's that is successful um and the vampire very quickly catches up to her um and says i told you the moonlight wouldn't protect you 
because now they're outside in like the forest or in in somebody's like backyard. It looked like Tyler. Yeah, they're backyard. no, they're in, they're just in the dude's backyard because there's a yeah. fence and and some over and another house backyard. with a light. That's on. all they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a with a floodlight. That's yeah, it. That's the... all the thought that was put into the set. Oh yeah, because it was just a backyard project. Yeah, exactly. Damn it, it's a film, Ryan. <laughs> oh, I'm salty. I'm salty. Oh, it's a film, feature length. Yeah. Um. So when when we when the vampire catches up to her and says, "I told you the moonlight wouldn't protect you," we see the hunter from behind, and she's all hunched over, and spooky like Halloween organ music kicks in. And she's like rile, like writhing around and shaking and oh, making noises. And she turns around and she's got werewolf makeup on. It's frightening. And says, it's it's very frightening. And it says, uh. and she says, "Don't be so sure about that." And it looks awful. Like this, this makeup is just is bad. It looks more like Chewbacca. <laughs> she looks, yeah, she looks like a Wookie <laughs> than anything else. Um. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, the vampire says, I didn't know there were any werewolves left. Think you can take my heart, wolf? Um, the wolf lady does a jump so incredibly sick. They show it like six different times. Uh, she's now on top of the vampire. She's like punching her, just like Ralphie in A Christmas Story. was <laughs> the thing that made me think of for some reason. Um, they're kind of like wrestling around in the garden in some like, boss music from like a sega genesis game starts playing um and they do a bunch of like slow-mo punches at each other i don't i don't know they use they use the same punch sound effects for like every hit yeah i feel bad for the ladies because it feels like he was like yeah let's just do a rehearsal and then yeah like they finished he was like actually you know what i do gotta go I got uh, it on one. Yeah, Why we got it, it on one. I got something going on tonight. And that like, made me so horny. I got to go home and watch this. <laughs> There's even a point where one of them like cross punches and she takes <laughs> the hit the wrong direction. Yeah, from the doesn't punch. matter. Doesn't matter, doesn't, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that kind of movie. Doesn't matter. These, these yeah. are supernatural beings. Of course, it, their punches could cause you point. to go the wrong way. Yeah. I also, uh, I will say I, I'm happy that the director felt the need to put down some sort of protective equipment because if you see he did on the ground, there's yeah. like clearly yeah. like a mattress or something yeah. that's covered Under in leaves because someone punches the ground, or maybe that's a supernatural shockwave. Oh, it is. Punched maybe so hard. that's it. You Heavily know what? Inspired you know by what? anime. Yep. Oh yeah. Whoever, that makes sense now. This is one punch. Wolf. Whatever, motherfucker. Took Jason LaCroix to see Underworld 1. Fuck you. Because we yeah. might not have this if he wouldn't have seen Underworld. And that what is year what inspired was this? him. This was 2003? Looks like it was 2003 when he shot these first two segments. And the well, third one has that's since also 2004. The, that's also the year of uh, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. <laughs> yeah, 2003, yeah. <laughs> it was both 2003. <sighs> oh, Lord. Him buying oh, a ticket Tyler. to those movies led to this moment. They probably stole it from this movie. Yeah. About that, they, maybe they saw this movie. And oh, the wood, yeah, it. the yeah. Matrix yeah. stole from this. It's possible, dude. What a shame! And they've gone on yeah. to have such a great career. That should have been Licorice's or li yes. li Licorice's career. Licorice's career, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost well, Jay Licorice. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Matrix Resurrected by Jay Licorice. <laughs> maybe he's well, got I was a cameo. Twizzlers. Yeah. I was eating Twizzlers while I was watching this. That was the only thing keeping me uh, my spirits up was the sugar. <laughs> keeping you sustained. The sugar um, and the chew. 
Yeah. So so they're they're flopping on the ground. They're punching each other. Uh, eventually, the vampire gets a hold of the wolf and says, "I'll have your head, wolf." Um, <laughs> but the wolf instead pull gets gets the drop on her somehow and pulls the vampire's enormous dry rubber heart out of her chest with no blood or nothing. <laughs> the That's dry vampire's organ removal. <laughs> Yeah, vampire's okay. dead, dude. That's logic. Yeah. Okay, Why do you think they drink sure. so much blood? No, because they don't have any of their own. She was that's yes. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh anyway, the vampire falls to the ground and literally just blips away like they deleted some frames from the film. <laughs> there there's like a single yeah. shot of like a lens flare over the body and then yeah, it's like beep. <laughs> Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Uh the wolf eats the heart. Credits. <laughs> Also, yeah, why I was going to say, uh, why did each of the separate titles have end credits? Because it's, I mean, because they were, yeah, uh, yeah because it was after the fact. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jay Licorice wanted to make sure that everybody who contributed to this got their due credit, you assholes. Sure. At no point was it to just pad the runtime. No, no, definitely no, not. No, because these were shorts put on his GeoCities website because he put the address right up there. Ryan, you really yeah. hung up on this GeoCities thing, and I think you're just jealous. I think you're My jealous that Jay because... Licorice was on GeoCities before you were. No, no, <laughs> no, I no. was never on it. No, my no, it just proves that these were never intended. So it's almost like I'm giving Jay Licorice uh, credit because these were not intended to be. Anything more than fun little goofy video projects pre-YouTube for his buddies on his little website. At some point, he got this delusion of grandeur that maybe this would be an anthology quote-unquote film and then hires Debbie Roshan and does all this rap, silly wraparound stuff to make it a feature, a 57-minute feature. Now I will, That's I, why I'm hung up on the GeoCities. I, and think I like, although... I think there's oh, a lot right. of anthologies that are basically compilations, though. I think that Oh, and I don't like them, and I don't like that either. And don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not. I've I've been involved in one. I don't like it. I like anthology films that have the a one person's vision, one director telling me three separate stories, or doing a Michael Doherty and like weaving them in and out where it's still a vision. It may be three stories, but it's still one Agreed. director's vision. You know, that's what I prefer personally with an anthology. Now there are good anthologies where you have different directors uh, make them, but it's still one project. There, it's still, it's not, uh, let me grab my buddy's short film and your short film and then and it's putting them together. And I know a ton, ton, obviously, uh, people do this. It's very big right now. I'm not kidding when I say Tubi is jam-packed with anthologies all within like the last three years worth of being made. It, there's tons of them. A lot of people are doing this. Um, but still, to me, that that's an anthology by definition, but I don't consider it what I would, a true anthology, which is, yeah. there should be a theme, and oof, anyways, anyways. <clears throat> well, anyways. it's my, it. my turn now. <laughs> Werewolf is a theme, by the way. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that is true. That is true. You know, werewolf from top to bottom. Gotcha yep. there. Um, <clears throat> so we are back to the wraparound with Mistress Misty. Um, after, uh, nearly 10 seconds of silence in a black screen, uh, we cut to Misty <laughs> and she's, uh, over a wicker basket going goo goo gaga cause she got a baby up in there. Um, she uh, again points out, and I don't remember if Ryan made this comment, but she really hates, uh, this Rose Lenore, the star of what we just watched, um, calls her a bitch and then yeah, proceeds to call her a bitch. bitch several more times in this part. Um, 
just really hammer that home. And I, 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 I I'm just perplexed by it. Cause it's like, it's, I, I think that they thought the joke is this woman's calling another woman a bitch because she's a vampire and there was a vampire killer, you know? Well, and it's a, a female werewolf. Wolves are like dogs. I, I think say- the idea is like, yeah, that's what I, that's why I yeah. took it. It's so it was hilarious. I laughed. Yeah, it was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Is a female wolf called a bitch like a dog is, though? I don't know. I don't see why not. That's, I'm not sure. Sure. Zach's a Makes wolf. sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always ask Zach our werewolf questions. Right. If I, if yeah. I usually have it. Um, He's got a PhD right in lycanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wish. Um, but anyways, uh, she said she calls uh, Rose Lenore a bitch. And then I didn't quite understand what was happening here because there's not subtitles, but it sounds like she is, there's a weird sound and she's reacts to it and says something about like the cat doesn't like it when she uses bad language around the baby. Something reacts in a negative way and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the gargoyle on the wall um, or not. I don't know what it is, but she says, ooh, so-and-so doesn't like me using language around the baby. Well, there's a weird thing. There's a weird thing I picked up, and maybe that this character, Mistress Misty, has rela- a lot of different relationships. She's had a lot of romantic relationships with different characters that are involved in these stories. Yeah. That's so, I keep getting this vibe that she's, like, the idea is that she's been dating all of these different, she dates a vampire, and she dated a werewolf, and maybe that she dated a monster the mummy. cat. Yeah, uh, yeah, the mummy, I mean, she references all these relationships basically that would have been funny though all she says the count doesn't like it the count thank oh, you count. oh because the baby's available because there's a yes. sound that i can't understand i'm like that might be a cat i don't fucking know but um that would be hilarious though because she does have multiple babies from multiple different monsters it would be great if she did have sex with the mummy and it was just a roll of toilet paper was the baby. <laughs> there you that go. And that would have got, I, I would have laughed at that. Um, <laughs> look, hey, Lunar Pack 2, baby, we back. <sighs> um, back in the pack. Back in the pack. Thank you. Uh, this is just writing itself. It's um, real. Usually does. <laughs> okay. So anyways, Misty moves out of the baby shot, uh, which kind of, we get like a stone wall and there's some shit on the walls. Um, but she moves into another shot, which has like a werewolf portrait in the background. Um, and then she says again that Rose Lenore is a bitch. The gargoyle like laughs and nods its head. Um, and then Misty says her vampire friends hate Rose Lenore too, but she's got to be friendly towards her because she's, uh, she had like a great film that came out recently. And again, I think they're alluding to that, that dark Rose is supposed to be a feature film, but I have yet to find any proof that it exists. Um, I do see that somebody put uh Dark Rose 700 year itch um on letterbox. Um and the description says a vampire and werewolf fight later edited into the DVD release of the Lunar Pack. And then there's one review that says watched as part of the Lunar Pack, one and a half stars. <laughs> um but um I did see that there is a Dark Rose um feeding and breeding from 1998 um and it has rose lenore in the description i can't and by jay licorice so i can't find i can't figure out where that is i'm trying to find like a trailer or anything for it and i can't but anyways i think she's alluding to how you know hey she's got a great movie career i gotta be friends with her she has contacts and then the baby uh pops out from its blankets and starts crying um, I'm going to send you guys a picture here of this baby. 
It looks like a doll head they just squished, huh? Oh, I yeah. Here's what I said. I put down. Deet, deet, deet. Uh, it, it looks like if you were to skin a Muppet and then dent its face in. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah. I don't, I, what are the lines all over its body? It looks like I chocolate syrup or hair. I think it's meant to look like it's a cracked porcelain doll or something. I don't know. Fuck. It's just dog shit. <laughs> covered in shit. I don't know. This is um this is this picture yeah. I sent is meme material. There's a meme here. Help me figure out what this meme is, and I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, I think that the the way I described uh, the doll is uh, gives a fuck. No one tried. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's God puppeteered, it. so someone is trying, but we don't know I why. Know. Jay, it's uh, Jay Licorice. It's his it's his brother Billy Licorice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, um, Misty runs over and she grabs a champagne flute of blood, the one that she was drinking from earlier, and she says the A, A, B negative or whatever. You and already she's used like that joke. Her, she sticks her finger yeah. in it, starts feeding the baby. She makes some joke about not breastfeeding it. Ha ha ha. Um, and then she sets up the next film by lampooning the idea that werewolves could dread the full moon and that we are about to see uh, what a woman must go through to keep her secret from her husband. Um, she tell Misty tells us that it's going to be a scream and then she presses play on this big remote. Um, and then just kind of sits there. Like it's, you see play like blinking in the bottom right-hand corner. <laughs> and then we fade into a classic detective noir. Duh. Spoilers. It's yeah. not a scream. It's not a, a hoot. It's Ooh, not I got a chills. Howl. I got chills. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So the next one we start, it's black and white. It's got this like little jazz score going underneath it, and that's how you know it's good, right? Well, because that's how you know it's a film. That's how yeah. you know it's well, classy. that's how you know he, that's how you know Jay Licorice loves Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino because he's trying to reference them both. Hey, it's Clerks with the Tarantino surf score, but I'm also gonna do a noir with Limp Bizkit interludes from Significant <laughs> Other. I just found his Facebook page. He's a oh, uh, real estate agent. <laughs> yeah. I need to see pictures. Send me a picture. Uh, I'll just send you the whole the whole. Well, link. like I said, his he's got. Is he's in? He's, he's got his in latest this film section. on YouTube on uh, Tubi. Uh, Jacks versus Lanterns. He's one of the actors. I watched twenty minutes of it. Yeah, he's the private investigator, I believe. Oh, that yeah. says a lot. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm looking at these pictures. Yeah. Mr. Licorice, looking good. Mr. Licorice, he's got some mutton chops in some of these pictures. <sighs> Wowzers! We could, mutton we, chop licorice. We could get him. Uh, we could have hold a trial uh for him uh if we wanted to <laughs> i do like that like on his picture now we're in full creep mode but there's a picture of him with like these poorly made masks and the only comment is like i'm guessing his dad or his brother wow because it's joe licori <laughs> jay jason uh licorice if if you're hearing this and let's be real there's a there's a high possibility that you will yeah, uh, you've got some. Yeah. You've got some explaining to do. We're not happy, uh, Ooh, guys. We just want to know more, guys. Also, I... Jay. Also, Jay. Please, uh, please. I let us. It, all you got to say is this isn't a movie, and it wasn't. Mo it wasn't meant to be a movie. Then I'll Jay, let it go. Don't let Ryan take this from you. God damn it! I'll let it go. You worked hard, but there's this picture on his Facebook of him <laughs> looking like he's racking his nuts on something, and it's his. He captions it. What happened to me here? And because Joe's not here, I'll take advantage of this moment. It looks like his pee pee hurts. Oh, it does look like that. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you. I know. I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, pee pee hurts, let's get to this section. Let's get to this section here. Uh, 
Um, so we get the little jazz music. <laughs> Yeah, you got the horns going. It's a good time. Yeah. And we are treated to, and I think I've pinpointed where Trevor maybe fell asleep. We're treated to a three minute and 43 <laughs> second long uh, introduction into this 13 minute long segment. No, that's that's 20 minutes. That has to be 20 minutes. It Zach knows me like, like nobody else. Three <laughs> minutes till we die. Seriously. Get uh, <laughs> two wins. Represent. So, that's right. So we get this this three minute long segment. We really get to know the ins and the outs of this detective. Nothing um, happens. It's just sweeping shots of this detective's house. He's sitting sweeping. there, or he's passed okay, out. I was I was fully asleep before he got in his car. <laughs> That's so. honestly that doesn't surprise me. It is. Yeah. I was like, I get like, this it. Is okay. exhaust. It's way too much. We do get the really title is. card. It's a Jason LaCroix film, a licorice film. We get a clearly out of focus shot of the, um, of the alarm clock as it starts to blare and they try to fix it, but it takes a, quite a while for the autofocus to get it. Oh my God. Yeah. Hocus focus is right. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it means to have the hocus focus it was all okay. crazy and maybe what it was a choice fuck, maybe he's like okay he was talking to his his dp and he says look dad what i want in this <laughs> shot is i want some of that uh that crazy hocus focus and he's like i got gotcha. you and then he just <laughs> fucked with the zoom yeah gotcha, jay and yeah. uh he's like, i got gotcha, you son <laughs> love these werewolves love them <laughs> this this was a hundred percent I bet he was going to community college and this was his first thing. Cause like the number one, no, no, when you're doing a short film is you don't start with a fucking clock. You don't start with a mod. Like that's, <laughs> this is a known. It's yeah. a huge, no, yeah. no. But anyway, so he gets up and he takes a sniff of the armpits. He buckles his pants and he puts on his other boot because for some fucking reason he's wearing one. He, he was so gassed last night. He's he must've come quirky. home. Yeah. Uh, well, he's hard. Also, he's living hard. He's a hard living yeah. PI. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, we sure. see he, he pops a cap on like some tequila or something. Yeah. Uh, pours that into his, um, like into his, his mug. Yeah. I see it's also featuring Kevin white in this short film. I was really hoping that was the bears former wide receiver, but it isn't, <laughs> um, which is a bummer. Hold your breath. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, so this happens for, like I said, three minutes, 43 seconds. And then boom, we get the title card, uh, sheep's clothing, which I hate because everything about it for one, the title card sucks ass Two, It buries the lead. Like what's in the sheep's clothing. I wonder it's a wolf <laughs> in sheep's clothing. Isn't that the whole fucking, like I, he thought he was so clever. Oh, we also see him rack a gun that you oh, can yeah. see the little twist that you would, uh, for the CO2 cartridge. Uh, at the bottom of the handle because it's clearly yeah. an airsoft gun. Uh, happens with a shotgun later too, where it's so obvious. Just don't show the front of the gun, you know. Um, now we Can get a we, voiceover. Yeah, at at, at fifth at at uh, uh, timestamp of fifteen minutes twenty five seconds, boys. Mm -hmm. Oh no, that's it. Could you? I know. Could you read me the oh. sign on the right hand side of screen? Fifteen what? Fifteen twenty five. Clothing and shoes. Oh, clothing again. <laughs> clothing and take shoes. A, take clothing. a closer look. Clothing and shoes. <laughs> oh Lord. And why is the S on shoes, the apostrophe S, like I slanted? Know. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think it's a no Photoshop? Like the I, over it you know, to cover like coals or something? I'm wondering if it's something like that. 
that's all I can think of. But I don't know why you would intentionally. I don't think Jason intentionally it. misspelled it. <laughs> he was just. I think Mr. Licorice. He um, was too fucking amped. Yeah. He was just having a great time of his life slicing and dicing this flick together. I yeah, because that. that. Well, I'm glad he had a good time. Thanks, Licorice. I'm glad you had a good time. That's all that mattered. <laughs> Somebody's That's got to. Tyler had a good time watching this. Sounds like. Gosh, <laughs> I love hearing Ryan be so salty about this. <laughs> I, I told you, I told you the other night that I was going to be Not coming hard baby on geniuses. this. Ryan was devastated when he told him I'm giving it a benevolent. Ryan was oh. so upset. Ryan sounded oh. so. Yeah. Eagle-eyed listeners will know that. Ryan mentioned watching this already, and yeah. you just sounded so upset and so downtrodden. Nick's just had yeah, an epiphany. It... Yeah, Nick, what, what is it? You just, you found something. Nick just what threw is it, up boy? his hands and gasped. It's, Come on, it's boy. It's not that interesting, but he is oh, friends on no, Facebook with it. Harry Chinsky of, oh, shit. <laughs> of Spaceship Terror fame. So, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. There's a connection. We need we're to get starting, the ball. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're, we're starting the super Smash arc of Oh boy. <laughs> if only we could we could get them both on. We could do a Judge Judy thing. I don't yes. want to keep going back and to the trial Kevin, concept, but get Kevin well, they both in argue. Here? They both argue which one is better and which mo- one movie needs to be banished from malevolent movies history forever and one will stay and they both need to argue their case why they should stay. <laughs> one will be immortalized. <laughs> yeah. I'll say no nipples got ripped off in this one. Ooh, guys, I so, that's true. Ooh, you know, guess what came out in two thousand and five? What's mm-hmm. that? Spaceship Terror. Death plots. Death plots. Debbie Roshan plays horror hostess Misty, Mistress Misty, and introduces four stories about the Grim Reaper in various forms. Oh no. boy, <laughs> you know we're coming back to this, guys. No, no, yeah. Tyler, no, <laughs> that can't be. It's sequel it, season on malevolent movies. It's yeah, it's the hunt for holiday sequels. <laughs> Starring yeah. Festicool. Get Starring Mistress Misty. And guess who else is in this? Lloyd Kaufman. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah, okay. I'm sure. I mean, if you... We I mean, can call people will do things for us. We can call it the you hunt know? for the bad do-over. And that way... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so anyway, we continue with this black and white garbage. Um, and we get a little voiceover. We find out that our uh, our tired man with the boot is a private investigator. Uh, the name is Jim Stewart. He's played by none other than Mr. Licorice himself, the director and uh, writer and all of that. Uh, he was hired to track some guy's wife because she keeps leaving in the morning and taking phone calls. And, you know, women, they shouldn't take phone calls or leave for work in the morning. And uh, no, never. <laughs> He tracks her to a comic book store uh, where she's been going every morning, quote unquote, looking for something very specific. Right. But he does let her off the hook. He says, uh, essentially, it boils down to like, look, it's not that weird. Women be shopping, you know, like, don't it's not suspicious. Um <laughs> and she comes out of the I do like that she comes out of the store. She had like looked at like rings and stuff while she was in the store. And she's like holding the a brown bag in front of her. Like it might be full of dog shit and was, and she's going to go leave it on someone's front porch. She doesn't hold it. Like anybody would hold a brown bag. Um, and she heads to the car and this line really annoyed me because I couldn't tell what he said here, but at first, and I had to listen to it like three or four times. He says, I don't think that's the kind of sneaking around the Muggerucci had in mind when he hired me. 
but he's he means like it's that mug, comma Arucci. Did anybody hear it that way? The that mug Arucci. Arucci. I thought he no, said I the mug and I thought that that was a separate species. Um, <laughs> it sounds like something from Star Wars. Uh, we get a hard cut. We find out the wife is leaving uh, the office uh, every Thursday for lunch and shuts off her phone. It turns out she's meeting lunch or meeting the minister for lunch. Uh, they sit, they talk, uh, but the our PI, a very smart man, he rules out banging. It's not possible. The two aren't banging. Uh, he thinks maybe she's confessing because she feels guilty about all the shopping she's been doing. Um, and... I'm looking at all the shit that you posted. Stop posting pictures of me. He's going to sue us. He's going to find Lick a way. Rich. Uh-oh. Jay Lick The, the, the uh, Slenderman Club is not public domain. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Who's going to sue fine. who? Jason Licorice? You can't FOIA this information. I'll sue him. Yeah, he's he doesn't have an invite to this exclusive club. Yeah, oh, I just I'll him. sue him for the <laughs> lunar pack. Oh, no. <laughs> what if we just started doing that? Imagine? Just adding directors we to should. our group. <laughs> They all know oh, each dearest, other anyway, so what's the difference? Dearest Justin Price, please join our Slender Man Club. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? I miss Justin Price at this point. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at least there were there was something to talk about when we watched this. There was nothing to talk about. Here. Yeah. We, got, we have to make up all these worlds of Jay Licorice. We have to make all this world up and world building what he was doing and his dad making movies with him. To make it interesting, the movies themselves, the movie itself has nothing going for it. And when I say movie, I don't want to get trapped into this thing. I'm using it uh, to make it easy for everybody instead of AV project. I, no, one way, no way by me saying movie do I consider this a movie. So we continue the feature film. And yeah. oh, no. <laughs> Roast him. Roast him. And no. uh, That's right. He is waiting at lunch for the minister. He shows up <laughs> and she tries to give him something, but he rejects it. Uh, and <laughs> he's like, he's like watching the whole time. He's doing his voiceover. He's like, this is a voiced. She's never given him a gift before. And then he like rejects the medallion. She slides him and goes false alarm. I should have known she's no cheater. It's just so like it's happening sometimes as we're seeing it. Sometimes it's happening after we've seen it, but like, it's just, he mentions here specifically like that. She meets the minister and for like, the voiceover is going for a good 45 seconds before the minister shows up. And this whole time he's talking about nothing in particular, just mentions that they're sitting and they're talking, but he's not in the frame. He shows up at the end of all this shit. Um, they're also at a yeah. place. I think it's called beefo beefo Brady's. You catch the name of the, <laughs> the, the restaurant very briefly. Yeah. So I know someone who works at a beefo Brady's, uh, Let's get him on. So that's what yeah, yep. well, that's why get I, him on the show. That's why it caught my name in the credits, but they, they spelled the name wrong. They put Beef O'Grady's. Oh no. Yeah. So they really fucked it up. But yeah. yeah. Oh, but I'm, I'm, so, I hope someone I'm so fired. shocked yeah, that yeah. they messed it up. I'm I'm shocked they didn't yeah. pay attention to something that fucked it up. <laughs> well, they were yeah, busy with it. all those fun goofs that they put in the last credits. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Oh um, I forgot about that. Yeah, so very rectuma like. What happens next? Um uh, <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Joe, this fucking hurts, dude. Uh, oh, another hard cut. And Aruchi, 
is leaving on a business trip in a coat three sizes too big for him. His fucking <laughs> sleeves go down past his fingertips. You know they went to a Goodwill like 20 minutes prior to this. Uh, yeah, that one's fine. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he looks like he looks uh, like a the, little kid. Yes, he looks like a he looks toddler. like Vincent Adultman. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And he's just like the biggest coat they could find. He's got a giant fucking. You know they went to Goodwill right before, right? And he he picked up this. <laughs> briefcase or not brief like a, a suitcase this huge coat this blazer and he's apparently he says he's leaving on a trip right um yep he's leaving with a bag uh to leave her home to see what happens mm-hmm. and uh it says oh and then our creepy pi keeps watching her and now at this point it is like not made clear how long he's been watching her but he does mention at one point it's been like a month or months um he's got other clients he's got to follow yeah, so he occasionally checks back. And his own and- ex-wife. <laughs> so yeah. he watches her get naked, and he regales on a story of a time that she got attacked, I think six weeks ago is what he says, and she was covered in scars, but she's now naked, and he's like, hey, I don't de- I don't see no scars. I never noticed a mark. Ooh, Jay like, Licorice canceled. How long has he been watching her? He says, I never <laughs> noticed a mark. Um, She puts on a rope. He makes a very, very good observation. He says, I knew it. She's probably getting ready to take a candlelit bubble bath. That's <laughs> like, right. That's what they do, those yeah. ladies. <laughs> Women, you know what they do. They shop, they cheat, and they take bubble baths. Am I right, fellas? That's all they do. Um, <laughs> just such a weird <laughs> revelation for this PI. He's like, he's got like, uh, what's her Can name? Take one of them bubble baths. Gina Bingo card. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, baby, he's like, you oh, know. she take the bubble bath. He's like, you know what? Uh, women, you know, they, they can't clean themselves when they're under harsh lighting. You know what I mean? They can't see anything. They, they got them sensitive eyes. It got to be candlelight. It's the only exactly. way. Exactly. And so, let's see. Uh, she puts on her robe. She says, I knew it. Uh, then the minister shows up and goes to the door. And he's like, uh-oh. Maybe I was wrong. And then the two have a nice little hug. They have a nice hug. It's just a good little hello, friend. Uh, and they shut the door. And now, again, we get some, like, information that is, like, you ever if you play D&D, you know what metagame knowledge is, which is, like, mm-hmm. knowledge that you're not supposed to know as the character. Right. And our character has some meta knowledge here because he's, like, we see inside where the uh, the minister's pulling out his knives and stuff. And our private investigator, he says, oh, the minister's kind of kinky. He either has incredible, maybe he's got cameras in the house. I don't know. He shouldn't know what's being put down in there. Doesn't matter. None of it does. So then we see him tying her to the bed. He says, oh, that explains the scars or the, the bruises. Um, And this is when the husband rolls up. The music <laughs> kind of takes a turn here. We get like the like uh, organs and stuff, kind of like Halloween. And uh, the husband rolls up and gets out of the truck with his bag, his giant shirt, could be a parachute. And uh, he goes inside and out in, you know what? The only thing he packed in that bag was a shotgun. Because <laughs> he knew he was doing violence tonight. Like Joe, when he picked this fucking movie. I'm going to do a violence, violence tonight. I'm doing a violence. <laughs> Look out. It's terrifying. <laughs> going to do a violence tonight. Everybody watch out. 
he looks like he watched too much Grand Theft Auto. That's why he's got the gun. That's why he's got the giant. He, he played Vice Watch. City a few he, too he many never, times. He never had it. He just watched oh, a no. stream of Mostly somebody on Twitch. Yeah. Like Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he gets inside. He cocks the shotgun. And he heads upstairs. And this is where the PI realizes he's got a he's got a civil du- civic duty here. He's got to get in there. He does give this man so much lead time. He lets him, he's like, he might as well be sitting in the car be like, hey, don't you go in that house. Okay, you can go in the house, but hey, don't you pull out that shotgun. Okay, you can pull out the shotgun, but don't you cock that. Oh, don't go upstairs. He lets him start going up the stairs before he's like, I got to step in. So he gets out of his car. He cocks his pistol and he (laughs) sneaks up to the front door. And we keep seeing shots of like the minister. And it's at this point, I feel like, it's the worst kept secret of this entire movie. Cause it's supposed to be like, what are they doing? But it's like, obviously he's trying to do an exorcism. It's <laughs> that's the thing, right? Uh, the husband sneaks upstairs, sees the wife in the middle of being exorcismed. Uh, and he, he, he's like, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, got fangs. She's like, I'm turning into a monster. And he's, he's like, Bow! he shoots the minister anyway. Um, and this, again, you see the front of the shotgun. It's got the main barrel the plastic barrel. And then it's got the little teeny tiny pellet barrel because it's a pellet gun. Not saying you have to use real guns, but don't show us the front of the gun like that close. If it's, if it's a pellet gun, um, he shoots the minister minister dies. Then, uh, the PI pops up and goes, Orochi, like he's the fucking, like he's in, uh, the Harrison Ford movie where he's like, come on, just Orochi bang shoots him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoots him dead. Uh, we get a shitty time lapse of the wife turning into a demon werewolf dog, uh, and she growls, and then she <laughs> undoes all of her uh, restraints. Then she pushes over the PI and runs away. And he looks out the window and he says, "So all the sneaking around was just Gina trying to cure herself all along. Oh well, there's always next month." Like he's like, "Oh, there's it's out of my hands. <laughs> Arucci's checks won't cash anymore. Gotta go." And that's the end of the segment. So there you go. Black and white PI trash. Garbage. Boom. Move along. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. If you like this werewolf show, you keep coming to my GeoCities slash 6745G wolf. Thanks, everybody. I did write down this whole section is 13 minutes and 10 seconds long. And the intro is three minutes and 43 seconds long. So there's yeah. nine minutes of content. A third of yeah. it is that intro. That's egregious. Well, it's, it's him it's, waking up. It's yeah. his clothes on. Like, yeah. I don't even think that's an indulgence for the sake of indulgence or to pad a runtime. I think he thinks that that's important information yeah. because I still can't figure out where the fuck he's waking up at. It looks like he's in the hallway of somebody's house. <laughs> like He's thinking bit of a PI that he's hiding in someone's laundry room. And it's like, I, I get it. Like this guy, he doesn't really take care of himself yeah. and stuff because he lives a weird, like, you know, night owl life and stuff. But it's yeah. like, so those shots, all of that meant something very much to Mr. Licorice. And it yes. does not translate one bit. Like you just needed to get the shot of him like grabbing his gun, putting on some shoes, and leaving the house, and and be done with it. The the weird thing is like, so we have a voiceover. So usually you use a voiceover to like to tell information that you're not going to show. And for some reason, he someone said to him, "No, no, no, show, don't tell." He's like, "I am going to do both, uh, but I'm going to start with showing, and then I'll tell later." Like, at no point does it matter 
that the PI drinks brandy. It doesn't matter that he's he's gassed all the time because he doesn't matter. None of it matters. Yeah. I and also, think- how long can one person be possessed by this demon? Like, are we to assume she's a werewolf? Because if so, what was the exorcism going to accomplish? I will say this, though. I do like the idea of exorcisms being more than just for demon possession. Sure. Like, it, it, like that makes, I, I like, like the Van Helsings, the priests of the world, whatever they be, more interesting. Because then if, hey, if they can take all of that away without just sure. killing people, that is kind of an interesting concept. But the, um, the logic leap for me is, like, did she get lucky that her husband left tonight? Because otherwise she was going to turn anyway. What was the plan? Was the, she going to sneak thing out tonight? The whole predicated upon you believing that she could not tell her husband what was going on. And but she absolutely like, could. She could and, just tell him, I'm a werewolf and I'm trying to get rid of it. Can you help me? <laughs> well, and like she's buying, like, let's say we don't care about the locations, but she's buying all of these jewels from the comic shop. She meets the minister every Thursday. Apparently this isn't that big of a deal to her. Like I would, I see my doctor less often for problems with my back. And she has a demon slash she's a werewolf. And she's like every Thursday, hey, hey, minister, if it works for you, can we meet for eight minutes at lunch to talk about my exorcism that we need to do? It just, I don't understand the timeline here. It's goddamn. That's all they had. They they didn't have much time to shoot that because they were just grabbing it while they had lunch at Beefo, Beefo yeah. Bailey's or whatever it was called. That's Beefo why. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yes. I. It's. It's you know, fr- it's very long for a 13 minute segment. It is long. It is <laughs> tough to get through. You know. Okay, is it my turn? I don't know. I'm back, baby, with the <laughs> wraparound part three. Okay, so we got Misty. Uh, she basically reiterates everything Zach just said, but with zero humor or substance. So um, exactly like I said it. We go back to that fish tank. Um, it's half filled. It's bubbling. There's Previously, it was just still, but now there's a tube running down into it that either either uh, licorice is on the floor <gasps> trying to get bubbles, or it's just uh, like a you know an air purifier, whatever you call it, that goes into a fish tank. Uh, but it's just murky red water. Like it's there's you can't fucking see anything unless somebody can show me a screenshot and prove me wrong. Um, but anyways, Misty kneels down next. She says, "A mother's work is never done." And some people say that fish food or fish makes good brain food, but I, but I don't something along the lines. Of, but I believe I that say food. brain makes good fish food. <laughs> and then she delicately removes what looks like paper towels from yeah, the top. Like brain jello mold. Yeah, straight up jello. <laughs> like that's what a human brain looks like, guys. Like Nick, Nick, I, I'm assuming. Drugs. I'm assuming that she, uh, Mr. Licorice. Could have very easily and cheaply made using the same Jello mold, um, a more realistic looking brain. Is this accurate? Yeah, I mean, generally you don't want to go with like the just the clear box of of uh, Jello, <laughs> the strawberry Jello. You know, maybe mix it up a little bit. Throw in some, <laughs> I don't know, nah. some grape. And try something. <laughs> I don't know. Nah. Don't do the oh. easiest yeah. first thing you think of. Do better. My my problem. What my problem is, though, I is if the brain looked really good, it would have really stuck out in this project. This is the brain that this project deserves. It should be the strawberry crappy. It should be the silly ass, you know, Jello head, brain. I this that's the production value that this project uh, demands. I think the fish tank is a little bit above. Actually, she fucked the, and she had sex with the creature from the Black Lagoon. 
She really, she loops them. Yeah. Which um, made me think of the shape of uh, the shape of water. I was like, man, I just love the shape of water. That's a fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Um. Anyways, so she grabs a hunk, d- <laughs> drops it in the tank, and she's alluding to there being a baby in there, but you can't fucking see anything in there. No. Uh, so she goes back to her black curtain shot, um, and she talks about her baby Gildum um, comes from a different daddy than the naked latex vampire Muppet. Um, she tells us some convoluted story about how she couldn't live overseas with the previous baby daddy. So I'm assuming she's it's Dracula, and she's talking about Transylvania. Um, yep. And so she came back to the U.S. For some reason, went down to Florida for spring break. Um, but instead of doing the normal spring break thing, went to a lagoon. Um, and met a tall, dark, scaly guy and fucked him. So, Creature from the Black Lagoon uh, impregnated her. Um, it's he an had... interesting choice to have Mistress Misty be this woman who keeps falling in love with monsters who turn out to be deadbeat dads for your Elvira type of character. It's an interesting choice, Jace, Jason Licorice. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Creature from the Black or <laughs> Creature from the Spring Break Lagoon um, wanted nothing to do with the baby. <laughs> Uh, so Misty drops another hunk of jello in the tank. And she goes back to the medieval weapon wall shot. Uh, she sets up that the audience, you know, uh, you guys need something more exciting. You need some entertainment, even though this has been a blast so far and everybody agrees. <laughs> um, so she's going to she's going to pick something real great for this last film. Uh, and then she goes on this tangent about how she likes country boys. Um, and I just kind of tuned out a lot of like country boys, country boys, country boys. And then she grabs a whip and somehow is like it's like a dominatrix thing. You know, how do you like your country boys? Tough and little boo. But anyways, she grabs her uh, trusty remote and she hits play on our last film. Well, we're going to get some more credits because that's what we needed. Uh, more Jason <laughs> Licorice. Uh, and this one is called Crying Wolf. Um, so Uh-oh, there we see a moon out. and we hear a howl. And then there's a truck on an old country road. And there's a man and woman and they're arguing about speeding and and uh, the man's name is Billy, and uh, he thinks there shouldn't be speed limits. And uh, his his bride to be, her name is doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> she wants him. She says, "Grow up, Billy." Uh, but Billy's kind of a bad boy, um, and he's just becoming too much for her now. He needs someone to grow up. Uh, he, he won't take a job because he doesn't want he, he doesn't want charity. Uh, the, the job that his his fiance's cousin is is offering him or something. Um, also, he's in trouble with the sheriff. Uh, so not looking good for Billy. Um, and all the while, the bu- the the camera is moving around like it's a on a on a ship in a storm. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but it's it's just like hovering like like it's a ghost. Uh, um, they're doing cinematography. Yeah, well, <laughs> to, yeah. Uh-huh. You need to explain it to a layman like me. Um, yeah, you tit. You just embarrassed yourself. <laughs> so Billy's he's pissed off. Cinematography, come on. He's pissed off. Lic- licorice photography. Yeah, licorice photography. <laughs> uh, licorice vision. Ooh. <laughs> Billy says he's gonna go for a walk, and he says, "Leave me alone, Tracy," because that's her name. Uh, so he walks into the woods, uh, where that are apparently made of light because he's perfectly illuminated because they kept a flashlight on him the whole time. Weird, bold cinematography choice. 
Um, she practices practices saying his name a bunch of times because uh, he just won't stop shouting it. Um, she spots like a little a, a, a critter, and she acts like it's cute, and then it immediately attacks her. We don't we don't see it yet um, until we do, and it kind of looks like the blowjob bear from The Shining. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. my first thought. I thought like maybe that's maybe. You know, I didn't go back to rewind it or, or get a, a frame of it or anything, but thought, nah, nah, it can't. But later on, we we see more of it, and yeah, it it's just the blowjob bear. Um, but she's dead. Uh, and Billy runs up, and he's scared, and it looks like he's he gets killed because he gets smashed into the into the windshield of his truck, and he's covered in blood. Just then, a, a truck full of women show up, and they, uh, I guess, call the orange shirt glove boys because. I don't know that they're, I don't know what they're supposed to be, but they're just a couple guys in orange shirts wearing gloves. Um, <laughs> it's so weird because they, they like have at least one police officer shirt that they used later. And I don't know yeah. why they wouldn't have just reused that shirt. Are these supposed to be what forensic guys look like? They look like they walked over from the YMCA. They don't look like they're anything important. My guess was uh, they're supposed to be like EMTs, but try harder, I try guess. at all. Anyway, a month later, you see some stock so footage of, of farm living. So uh, there's a, <laughs> I'm going to go with Cajun Sheriff, and he's on a phone call. Uh, and Oh, Cajun's generous. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> I believe Foghorn that Leghorn is... is more like it. No, yeah. see, huh? <laughs> oh don't worry don't worry fellas spoiler alert i'd recap the second half of this i got some yeah i got some bits ready don't and worry. i believe this guy is played by the actor who played uh, uh yeah. antonucci or whoever from yeah, the last the husband. Uh, thing yeah um, aruchi aruchi circle. Anyway, he's, he's talking to someone <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis yeah. on the ghoul. Hey, oh, hey, oh, scary. If a Nucci is on the side, not on the side, I send it back. <laughs> oh, we're better than this. No, we're not. No, we're we're not. bad. Oh. Shut up, Zach. You know that. So. <laughs> Look at Tyler just gone. He yeah, just left. left. I'm about to leave myself. Gabagool bits. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> you give me the gabagool, I give you the gabagool. What do you hey. want? Spaghetti? You want some spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti might get him back here. We, uh, anybody yeah, want? We, anybody watch Many Saints in Newark? Anybody wa- end up watching? No, that? try as they might to get me to watch it. I'm going through <laughs> Sopranos for the first time ever right now. I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of great performances. I enjoyed it. A great movie. I don't know, but great performances. Well, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're we're like in halfway through season two of Sopranos. We're trying to get the show done oh, okay, before the yeah. movie. So. Double yeah, cool, that's, double cool, that's one Tyler. of those shows. That's Ooh, right. That's yeah, yeah, big spaghetti. Hey. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to go get some popcorn, dude. I'm having a blast with this, you guys. Uh huh. You left me your popcorn here last week. Yeah. Some white cheddar popcorn. I got some popcorn too. I've got well, popcorn is. upstairs it's with free. Sour Patch. Everybody it's at home, from go, go make yourself some popcorn or a plate of spaghetti, whatever you want. And just Ooh, give me a Marie Callender's chicken pot pie. And just hear us tell the great tale of, of Jay Licorice and um, well his, his cinema 
prowess. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Tyler, but maybe. Um, <laughs> he does show, he does show, ugh, I hate this, but he does show some growth. <sighs> In this segment, as opposed to the previous two, because he tries he? to have some character. He does a little say, bit. He tries to write some conflict amongst actors. He just tried he, to make it longer. That's uh, the only difference. Yeah, I will say this last segment does kind of feel like something we would watch on the show normally. There's, well, some, yeah. there's a little bit to talk about from a this segment. A little and tiny bit. A little yes. Bit. A little bit. Well, and guys, we're going to see some big growth in 2005's Death Plots. So, <sighs> are you? Yeah. yeah let, like me, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to listening to that. Episode. Yeah. Oh, in June you are not of 2022 when that episode comes out. <laughs> You're going to eat crow when you watch Death Plots. Yeah, I bet. Mm. I've, I've told you, I've already watched the, the first uh, third of Jack's vs. Lantern, his latest opus, and I had to shut it off. Well, because it was just... too good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't fit the level too so, quick. He had to turn, yeah. shut it off. Like, oh, wait a minute. I I remember thinking I'm. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I gotta save it. I don't know. Who, I don't know who I was talking to. But wait a minute. Nah, Slow down, know. Jason. Yeah. But uh, I, I would say when know. I shut off, I was like, man. I remember thinking, man, I'm never gonna have to watch a Jason Lacory movie ever again. That's what I thought at the time. <laughs> And then here we get with the lunar pack. Wait till next week. It's fine. It's totally yeah, fine. And when we watch when we watch Death Plots, I'm going to send everybody licorice. Thank you. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Actually, that'd be nice. I do like. I do. I do like uh, uh, black licorice. I don't like. Licorice. I don't like the I cherry black licorice. Well, you like black yeah. licorice? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I'll take, I don't. I'll take I don't, a bag of red wine. I don't usually like please. to point this out, but that that makes you sound older. Yeah, that's an old man thing. Sorry, dude. <laughs> that's fine. Man, give me some anise. Yeah, I'll take. Give me a. Give me a big old bag of anise. See, <laughs> I'll eat that shit right. You're up. you're you're critiquing this film left and right, but now we're starting to question your your taste and yeah, <laughs> your literal taste. Now, now I will tell you what. I do like the. Give image me some good of, plenties. I'll be happy. I do like the image of Ryan um, sitting in a rocking chair. With a blanket draped over him, eating black licorice. I'm like a mason jar. <laughs> hey, I tell you this. I tell you this. I, it's not a rocking chair, but I often have a blanket on me when I'm watching stuff in my recliner. It's fucking old. It's Rip a Van Winkle. It's, naked it's, from the waist it's down, too. <laughs> That's because it's a real soft blanket. And you know what? Every part of my body deserves well, softness. Well, he keeps the licorice in his so. lap because he likes it warm. <laughs> just just yeah it keeps it it keeps it soft i like it to pull i like it to, i like to i like it to pull real slow <laughs> well speaking of trouble the sheriff is ready for it uh <laughs> just then uh billy joe shows up in his truck and this is a surprise because as far as we knew he was a goner um uh he he sparks up a, a cigarette the sheriff takes his lighter and lights his his own big old cigar and immediately throws his cigar away uh, dramatically. He does. Uh, he does. The sheriff ends up accusing him of killing Tracy. Um, he's saying that, no, oh, it did attack me. And uh, hold, hold on a second, though. Jay Licorice was writing this script and he's trying to make this badass sheriff or whatever he is. And he's like, he's going to light up Stogie. And you know what? It's going to get heated. He's going to toss it away. And, and he's fly, probably flipping through. He's like, look at this. That's three pages later. He's going to be smoking on that stogie on the day. It's literally like 15 <laughs> seconds later. Look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And this might be a good uh, opportunity to uh, point out the setting. Uh, they're not in a sheriff's station. They're at in someone's weird, like half 
built barn. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, it's undercover. You can't do it at the station, man. No, it's no, undercover. That, that totally blow the whole thing. So but we also find out why later. Okay, we know why he's out there to protect everybody else from himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember the dialogue, but Billy pulls up Neither his do they. pulls his shirt up <laughs> to reveal uh, that his wound is back. He's got a giant scratch mark across his chest, and uh, yeah. the, the line that precedes that, though, the doctor says, <laughs> not the the sheriff says that they couldn't find any noticeable marks. Yeah. On his body. No, they healed. It's half his torso, though. Like, so so they healed and they just come back now? Yeah, no, it's... it's the, but what about the blood? The moon's coming. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, the, it's kind of like that old thing on uh, the Wolfman where the, the five-pointed star shows on their palm sometimes, and that's the mark of the wolf. Yeah. It's probably similar to that. Um, you see? They, he did his research. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the sheriff pokes it mm. and says, oh, that's real. Uh so he's got this wound appears. Uh, the the sheriff says that makes no sense. Uh, and he Billy's saying that there's a full moon tonight. And sheriff says, "Oh, you're a werewolf." And Billy says, "Yep." And he wants him to lock. <laughs> he wants him to lock him up tonight, or he will kill tonight. Uh, he didn't kill Tracy, but if they don't lock him up tonight, he will kill. Uh, and just then, the sun goes down. And that's it. Someone, please. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, although I got this image in my head of us doing an episode of Malevolent Movies where we're all wearing like heart monitors. And so it's checking like our pulse and shit. Um, and so all of our pulses are on screen except for Ryan's. Ryan's is how quickly he's rocking in the rocking chair. So we know when he's not rocking very much, he's upset. Yeah. <laughs> I can't with this setup. I can't move. I've been sitting here like a goddamn stone. <laughs> If I move, the fucking wire falls out. It's all done. <laughs> Ryan's colon uh, falls out. <laughs> I we do lost have an Nick. O2 monitor somewhere. In the middle of his segment, we lost Nick. Yeah, Nick's done. No, Nick's done. Oh, is it? Well, his segment's he, over. He, he breathes oh, through all that dialogue. He didn't, gotcha. he didn't even put yeah, any. The sun has set, which means it's my second segment. And he breathes through the dialogue, so maybe, uh, Trevor, take... Uh, and your time. Uh, inspiration from that. Uh, no, take inspiration no, from that. Don't. I will read it yeah. as fast or slow read as it verbatim. I <laughs> Don't. He has a copy of the script. Yeah, because he went to Geo. He went, he found it on GeoCities. Yeah, uh, he downloaded the script. That's right. That's where I went. So he's Trevor just, has he's been, been doing be a, research. A read. That's right. Trevor, been Trevor has been doing research into uh, movie memorabilia. That's right. So oh. he could he could have a copy of that script. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. I may have a uh, special thing. I, I may have a malevolent movies masterpiece on my wall soon. Did you deserve it? Ooh. Um. So the sheriff is looking at some papers, and the and Billy is his name. Yeah, I have his rascal yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> Billy is sitting around bored. He said he's he's on the same kick of just lock me up. I'm gonna kill. Just lock me up. Uh, they talk about how Billy should just be tossed straight into jail, but sheriff says he can't just lock up anybody I want. Even though, like, I'm sure in this case you could. <laughs> no one would really mind. Well, he's also, he's threatened violence. Yeah. Like, that, you can get locked up if you say, I'm going to kill people. That's, like, the law can stop you from doing that. Mm -hmm. Did we explode? Did we anybody? But did we? Because I'm kind of blocked out for a second. I was thinking about delicious black licorice. 
but um, the <laughs> fact that this whole thing, this whole scene is just happening like on a construction site of some sort. Oh, yeah. So this is supposed to be, <laughs> I assume, like a sheriff's office. But this looks like the rundown hovel. That yeah, those, isn't this like his uh, those his, fellas from street. Demons Rook? Yeah, <laughs> hanging yep. out in. Yeah, it's like a pavilion. I'm gonna marry it's Barbara. Like... I'm gonna marry Barbara. Oh, it's that Devil's same set. Rook. I'm gonna Devil's eat licorice. Rook. I'm gonna Remember eat that? licorice. I'm gonna eat me licorice. Oh, I, I tell you this. I tell you this. Give me some star anise. Give me some let star me, anise. Un, let me have a blanket on the ground underneath the the summer the the autumn moon with mm-hmm. Barbara and some licorice. And you could it's just slather remember, her fellas. body in blueberry pie like she makes. Oh, <laughs> my blood pressure is is going down as we speak. Remember but last year how we had like all up. good movies. Yeah. Yeah, remember much. last year where the worst movie we had was fucking Sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, know. and that, that is such a good, fun movie still, and that was the worst one. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that you guys just wanted to do the Force Awakens of sequels here for Bad October. Oh, I'm all in on this shit. This is going to mm. be a Bad October to remember. Oh, this is going to put the bad in Bad October. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I do <sighs> like that we've had a, we so far we've had a good smattering. You know, we've, we've had, had ups and downs and certainly. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, I do appreciate that. Uh, so anyway, the sheriff I'm wants Billy. Barbara. I'm going to marry Barbara. Marry Barbara. <laughs> um, the sheriff wants Billy to leave. He pulls his gun on Billy as, as, as Billy, like, grabs. I don't know what it is. It's a weapon of some kind. I don't know if it's a baseball bat, if it's an axe. I didn't really get a good look at it. I think but it's it grabs a, a weapon of some. It's a pipe. Well, sure. Yeah, I think. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he pulls a gun on Billy. And he points him to the door, so like, get on out of here. Basically, getting telling him to leave. Uh, but first, Billy <laughs> whips out his dick and just starts pissing on the floor. Uh, <laughs> Sheriff gets pissed and tosses a plastic chair <laughs> that doesn't fall down. He like tosses it, whips out into the yard, and the camera focuses on it and just kind of spins around. <laughs> such a weird choice to follow it. <laughs> Because, like, it's like, I feel like they did it once and they didn't follow it. And Licorice was like, are they really going to get how far he threw it? Like, is the audience really going to understand how mad he is? Do it again. Let's let's run that back. It's like when Hulk throws that uh, bench. Yeah. And he finds out (laughs) that Nat's dead. (laughs) It's almost the same exact emotional level here. Yes. Well, it's trying to, it's trying to um, preface that. The sheriff has some supernatural strength as well, but it's a plastic chair, so it doesn't come across. Not yeah, that it's heavy. A thing. Yeah. It's a pla- it's a plastic. My seven year old niece can throw this chair that far. Yep. Um, but because so sheriff... it's a plastic chair, it's got that wind resistance, and he's so True. strong that it cuts sure. right through the wind resistance. Yes, that is you know correct. I mean? That makes sense. Sure. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for being reasonable. A, a rare positive. Note I'm gonna on this give. Movie from Ryan. I will. You know how I do. As much as I'm annoyed, I always try to give everything a fair shake. That's sure. And I do have a few, a few tiny, as we will get to, a few tiny positive things to say. Well, good. Later on. Good for you, man. Um, <laughs> Sheriff handcuffs Billy to the pole so he can't leave and says, uh, well, this, this, I said, this should hold you until your moon comes up. <laughs> This is the main water line for the house. It's 12 feet deep. That's right. <laughs> 11 so Billy... herbs and spices. <laughs> um, but he's already turning. Billy's already got fangs and everything. 
He also uh, now has a lisp because of his fake fangs. Every I time wrote someone that down, has that was one of the few things I wrote down, a lispy werewolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. Um, and Sheriff says, well, now I always have heard that this here werewolfism is spread by a virus, you see. Are you, I say, are you infected, son? <laughs> um, we have turn- a word for it. It's called lycanthropy. <laughs> exactly. Come on, liquor. Werewolfism. Yeah. No, Ryan. He knows werewolfism. Uh, turns out oh, Billy was gosh. clearly infected the whole time. So when Sheriff touched his open wound earlier in the day, apparently that gave him enough juice, enough werewolfism in the DNA to start to turn him, I guess. Um, Wait, so did he, you guys see- he wasn't a werewolf the whole time? I don't. That's. I don't. I think thought he so. was always a werewolf. Yeah, I the thought sheriff? he was always a werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I thought maybe he had that secret, and he's the one who sure. attacked yeah. him in the first place. Isn't that why the werewolf? Like, isn't that why the sheriff's out here? Like, isn't he out here because he knows he's a werewolf? He's going to turn into one tonight. Uh, sure. That's and so he's not in town. That's what I thought. And he, uh, yeah. uh, well, that's okay. the thing is he he knows that he's going to turn into a werewolf and he knows there's just a little bit of time before the full turn where he has a superhuman strength. So he's trying to get some quick concrete work done. Yeah, you know, he's like, I'm making the best work of to it. get done. He's like, yeah, I got some really there. heavy plastic chairs and I need to be yeah. able to move them. Well, this is why we got to yeah, get that's... Jay licorice PhD on the show. He can, he can yeah. get, <laughs> we should do, let's do an episode where all these directors we shit on have to get together and watch one of our movies. I would love that. Liquors. That would be and the best. That would be great. That would be. Yeah. All right. Hey, licorice. That would be the bomb. Um, yeah, come on. But did you guys movies. notice that when we get the last moon shot, the moon is purple, um, but also uh-huh. so is the uh, letterboxing, uh, because <laughs> uh, clearly yeah. when it, whatever editing software he was using, there's an, uh, an, I don't know what you call it, a mat, a purple yeah. mat underneath, and he tried to just take out the color, whatever. I'm sure the moon was blue. Well, let's take the blue hues out, switch it to purple with the mat underneath, but then you see the letterboxing turns purple too. <laughs> so, it, but it, again, yeah. a great choice by the director. Yeah. Really hammering that home. If A24 is going to be out him. there with all this four by three black and white <laughs> shit, I have no problem with purple frames. <laughs> uh, I, <you> know. <laughs> it's at this point we see that Sheriff has a werewolf arm and he is uh, transforming as well. Um. And basically, he's he wants to kill Billy so he doesn't have any werewolf competition, like for food. Mm-hmm. Uh, he explains how he's gonna kill him. Like I'm gonna shoot you in a in a chest with three silver bullets. Now that will kill you. <laughs> you see, now, actually, that's gonna cure your lycanthropy because of the stuff in the tips, and so then you'll die from the three bullets in your heart. And I'm like. <laughs> Okay, great. Why? Like, it's gonna kill him. Like, it's why is your longest compli- movie the third film? <laughs> why the complicated <laughs> explanation? Because like, it doesn't fucking matter. Full, it doesn't make a difference. Kill him. Yeah, it's he's yeah. gonna die. That's all yeah. that matters. Exactly. Um, if you're uh, watching Lunar Pack, you know the rules of werewolves. Exactly. You, know you don't how need to, to reiterate it. You don't need any more. You have a built-in audience. Nobody's watching Lunar Pack that isn't A, got the last name Licorice-y, or B, into werewolves. Either way, yeah. you don't need to explain. Yeah. Um, but then Billy just kind of stands up and fights him. <laughs> he was, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> tied up against a chair, and he just stands up, and they start fighting. Well, he rips that pipe out. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. He rips the it's pipe out, and they start... Deep. Yeah. Um, they, the werewolves boss... use weapons on each other. Sure. Their regular werewolf stuff. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? What? I wish they had guns. 
Yeah, more <laughs> boss fight music starts, and they're fighting. I would have been okay with that because that's over the top. The yeah. wolves shooting a gun at each other. I would have been like, all right, I kind of, I'm with it. But um, the sticks and the boulders, no. Yeah. They uh, they're quickly crashing through the walls. <laughs> one of a sheriff marches through one like he's the fucking Kool Aid Man. Um, and now they're outside, and Billy's snarling and foaming at the mouth and screaming, and he's like and that, clipping the audio. That foam was thick. Oh yeah, what was that? It's not like he put like an Elka seltzer in his mouth or something. It was like cream of mushroom soup. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. That is Mm. very true. Um, (laughs) uh, Then we see a really shitty face morphing of the sheriff into his like final furry form. In 2004, that was fucking Hollywood no, level. No, no, This came out after all three Lord of the Rings movies. That was shitty. Look, <laughs> that, they didn't get, he didn't have the Gollum technology that was all sure. in New Zealand. He filmed this down in the bayou of Louisiana. Sure. <laughs> that's what they, that's the best that, that, uh, you know, school, which was also next to a liquor store, which was also next to a pawn shop because it was part of a uh, mini mall. That's all they had. And then, you know what? I have no problem yeah. with that because guess what? This isn't a movie. I'm not judging it as a movie. I'm judging it as Jason Licorice's fun project on the side. So therefore, I'm not going to come at him so hard. Wow, I'm not. Sure. I, that's the thing. I'm not coming at him so hard because I can't judge this on the same merits. Wow. And hey, for a fun prod, AV project, I'm okay with the, I'm okay with the, uh, the, whatever you call it. The mind meld or not meld? What, what the fuck is the face now? morphing thing? The face morph. I'm yeah. okay with the face morph. I yeah. think that's pretty good for, for um, what he's doing. Yeah. So now both of them are all furried up. They all look as <laughs> much um, werewolf look as they're gonna get. They start like dancing around, swiping at each other. There's some like, thick boys too. Oh, like because the padding boys. is so thick on yeah. top of the clothes they were already wearing. They are some yeah. top heavy werewolves. Yeah. Uh, we get some ghost adventure style night vision cams during this fight as well <laughs> of them just swiping at each other. And at one point they just kind of start jumping over each other. <laughs> Do a little um, leapfrog. Yeah. And then the sheriff picks up a boulder, laughs like a gorilla and is shot to death by a new character. A hunter, Good. a roadkill worker. I'm not really sure who this is. It's a lady. She was mentioned earlier. I, um, yeah. Isn't this uh, the cousin Oh yes, it's like who's trying cousin. to get him a job? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Her her shirt says well, because... um, something specific. Yeah, I couldn't make it out. Um, it's I'm sorry, I'm waiting for her to get back in frame. Go ahead, Ryan. Well, it's because early earlier, and I hate that I remember this earlier in this segment. It's referenced that that um, Billy, he's got a real. He doesn't like that so many animals are killed and just left as roadkill. Um. He and, and he doesn't like hunting, I guess, uh, either. So it's a conservation thing. So even though he's a werewolf, he doesn't like to just eat something like he doesn't like when deer get hit. There's some illusion. And that's what this is a callback to her coming in because she, she says to him, don't worry, you, you only feed on. I don't know what it is, but it has to do with the fact that his personal convictions, he doesn't like people killing for sport or something. Her jacket like says okay. code enforcement. Mm hmm. Yeah, so it's something like that. It's what poachers. Code is he enforcing? I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't like the poaching and that kind the of thing. Hunter's code. 
Hey, <clears> Nick, <throat> don't move. Nick, don't move. No, no, go back. No, stop. Okay, stop moving. For the longest time, I thought that was the back of Nick's neck. <laughs> Me too. Like he was facing away from us, and I was like, <laughs> yes. damn, Nick, like, come on. I thought so too. Like, this is a weird, the Blair Witch is at Nick's place. I just got a haircut two days ago. It looks great. It looks great. Well, when we I see think, your face, I mean, it, I looked like, it looked great from the back too. <laughs> I think I'm finally going to cut the hair. I think it's time. No. Oh, man. Yeah. I th- I well, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna it's wait until you can you can cut this part out. But I'm gonna wait until after we finally shoot the summer uh, thing. The end. Okay. Um, but yeah, get after a, that, get a high and tight, get a nice flat tight. I think I think I'm gonna. Well, I don't know about that. We'll go back yeah, to the old, old style. Anyway, um, we get some Ghost Adventures night style. Can they start jumping over each other? Oh yeah, he picks up a boulder. The sheriff picks up a boulder, laughs like a gorilla. And then is shot to death by Billy's cousin, the roadkill lady, the code enforcer of some kind. She uh, basically just like is like, hey, you should just come with me and eat the roadkill. And that's it. That's the credits. <sighs> there is. The credits have like a running commentary. Yeah. Like the which beginning is stupid. Right it's insulting. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. Um, and that's it. So, Ryan, if you could please All do right. us a mercy killing and end this go. fucking thing. Here we go. All right. So we get a one, the, the, yeah, the segment's over. So uh, we get a one second shot of the floor and a fake little mouse scurries by. Mistress, uh, Mistress Misty is back in front of that fake green screen castle shot from earlier. Uh, And she's talking about being hungry because she's hunting the mouse. Um, We get another shot of the toy remote control mouse. Uh, There's more audio dropouts. Then uh, it looks uh, like she is screaming, but it's a profile shot and someone's behind her with some silly string and it shoots from the side of her head because it's supposed to be coming out of her mouth. Uh, But the perspective is all weird and off, but that's okay. Uh, The silly string lands on the floor and it misses the mouse. Misty is frustrated. She's hungry. She talks about how it's important to be discreet to where you get your meals. Like the last story told us. Then we get some more of that silly string shooting from her mouth. Because I don't know what Mistress Misty is. Is she a monster? She she has sex with a lot of different kind of monsters. And her body can create, can meld her DNA with these and create creatures too. But now she's shooting silly string out of her mouth. So she's some sort of ghoul. Anyway, uh, she finally uh, snares the toy. She picks it up and goes to swallow it. But there's some whining on the soundtrack that stops her. It's her vampire baby. She picks it up. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It is not. It is a different baby, we find out. She picks up something and it's in swaddle, swaddling clothes and she uh, feeds the mouse to it. And she says, I told you I like country boys. And then I think to myself, is she dating the werewolf from the last segment? And then we see the baby. <laughs> oh, I hate that this made me laugh really, really hard. We see the baby. It's just, it's a chihuahua. It's somebody's dog. Uh, wrapped up in the blanket. LOL. It's over. That's the end of it. That's the end of this movie. I, I ran to the bathroom really quick. Did Trevor cover the goofs of the credits? No, we didn't. Uh, I mentioned that. that we it just was said there. that there's a running. I didn't read it. Oh, God. Yeah. These are hilarious. You want to go not, through them? And we did it with, too. well, I guess the episode of Rectima is not going to come out because didn't he do the same thing? Mm hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's like the credits have funny things. Are you still watching the credits? Are you still watching these? My my friend told me to write that. You know, it's that sort of thing. Where well, they, the credits have some sort of goof written into every episode. There's, or a, every... there's a crew, crew credit for boom mic operators. And it says, okay, 
So on the days we actually had a mic, we rarely had a boom, but pretty much whoever had nothing else to do at the moment held the darn thing, except me. I have a strange affliction that causes a humming noise if I touch a mic's casing directly. That's great. That was great comedy, guys. That's so wow. Um, let's yeah, see. Yeah, it just goes from there. Are you going to nope. read them all? No wolves were harmed in the making of this film. The actors, however, did have to endure long nights, mosquitoes, a scary rabbit, drunken onlookers, and a mess of other inconveniences. Tiger, the stunt guy, not a cat, was especially uncomfortable with all that crap on his face. But he wasn't pretty enough to play a werewolf. Um, the characters and events in this motion picture were completely fictional. Any likenesses to any person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Actually, considering two of the characters are werewolves, a likeness to an actual person would be quite strange. I mean, really? Werewolves aren't real? Are they? None showed up for auditions, but then again, we didn't hold auditions during the full moon. Are you still reading these? <laughs> I ha 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 ha. I am, Mr. I like that. I like that Tyler knew this wasn't his segment, and he knew oh. that, that Trevor would correctly ignore all this. But he oh. wrote him down. We didn't get away from it. Uh, you may have noticed many less credits than other <laughs> films. That's because jobs like script coordinator, editors, PA, etc. were all done by many of us, friends and family. Uh, too many to mention, mostly because I'm a lousy typer and don't want to do this anymore. These assholes aren't even paying me for this shit. <sighs> get it. I think that might be the last one. I think it is. Yeah, why, I mean, why would they pay him for to do his own community <clears throat> college thing? Hey, is hawkfockprod.com still a thing? I don't know. That's, I, yeah, if you notice, he did upgrade from a, he got a legit <laughs> website. It is. Was, <laughs> it is. But it looks like he does mostly like commercial photography. Like it looks like he does photography and drone stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah one, one more. Yeah, Paul wanted me to remind everyone that tires would not screech on dirt as they do in the first scene. The guy who posted the audio thought it sounded cool and kind of wanted to piss Paul off. So he left it in. Good. I'll say shit, I liked that. I liked that because that is also something I laugh at in movies in general when somebody peels out from somewhere where it's not pavement and you can get that screech down. A lot of movies do that, and it's something that I notice. And so ah, it pains me to say I did I did smile at that in this. Ah. If you go to the bottom of hawkfockprod.com, <laughs> you can see the old site. Um, Hawkfockprod. And you can see it's got all it's got their pets on there. Oh, Jesus. Which I like the pet section. Um, it's got an about us. It's got services. Yeah. So yeah. let's hire him for something. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to use the same equipment that he used on this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to dig into this guy. He's just out there making stuff. Um, uh -huh. And I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Not for the reasons he wanted me to, but I still enjoyed it. But like, I, there's a lot of people filmmaking people out there like especially like um i don't know other polite way to say this but people who just they're having fun and they don't really know what they're doing and they like they have like all these like they, they have pictures of their kids and their pets on their websites and they make funny goofs and memes and pictures and it's like we don't need any of that like n nobody's benefiting from that other than you don't treat your website for your production company like your Facebook page. Yeah. Like that, because it's, you know, just to give you a little bit of, you know, advice here, Hawk Fock Prod, um, licorice. I just, <laughs> I, I just, you know, buddy, I want to, I want to fucking, I want to argue for the many reasons why I think people should watch your movies. But like this website has given me a bit of heartburn. <laughs> you liked the movie, but the website, you go in hard. <laughs> 
on. Yeah. <laughs> he spent more time on the website. That is true. That is true. Okay. Um, yeah. Ryan, uh, are, do you have it in you to announce the ratings? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there you have it, everybody. That is um, Lunar Pack, Joler's pick for uh, the hunt for Bad October. Uh, <laughs> on fuck. a scale uh, of malevolent to benevolent, since Joe isn't here, Tyler. Tyler, what yeah. say you? Okay. Um, I mean, I Joe hasn't watched this. If Joe watched it, it would be fucking hard malevolent. We all know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but since he doesn't have to rate it, um, it's benevolent for me. It's it is benevolent, and I I I think I've, I'm coming to terms with this because this is like the third time that like I've been the one that goes against mm-hmm. the group, and it's clear. Like if 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 it wasn't clear to the fans already, the lunar pack seals it. Like every now and again, if as long as I'm not miserable, and uh, chapter two or film two really tested me. Um, that fucking four minute montage of nothing, but I got to yeah. admit the second time I watched this, because <laughs> the second this time, the second time I watched this, I, I liked it because it's bad. Like I, I, I was getting something out of it that nobody else could see much like Ryan and I have disagreed on Halloween kills. There were things that he was getting out of it that he very much enjoyed True. and that I did not get and did not enjoy. And so I, I don't question you guys. I have no problem with it. I will sing the praises of Jay Licorice and Hawk Fock Prod. I, I have no problem with that. And I, so I'm going to, I know I'm going to be on my own. I know I'm by myself on this island. There are this little bit of ice that's melting, you know, and I, I just hope that Ryan <laughs> don't give up on malevolent movies. Don't give up on. I don't bad, want to bad movies. But you're going to have to accept, buddy, that if it's 40 minutes of things cut together, that's a movie. This <sighs> is a movie, Ziggler. Dainty hand, gatekeeping Ziggler in his rocking chair with black I don't, I, don't, I will. I will accept the dainty hands or, or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I consider it more I'm clumsy as fuck. But dainty hands, it's fine. Um but I I don't do the gatekeeping. That's my thing. Is I I I think somebody who loves film should find or try to find stuff in the crappiest corners and in the great Oscar films. I don't think that people can't enjoy all of it. That's why I always use Fast and Furious as an example. The the fact that I think somebody who loves film, it's okay to love Fast and Furious and also love you know art films. And I, I mean if it's okay, you don't. I, I don't buy the idea of community stuff like horror community and you got to as identifying yourself as part of a genre. I don't think you need to do that to love this kind of stuff. So I don't feel like I'm a gatekeeper. My whole thing is there are certain things I don't think are movies. So I don't. And, and, <laughs> and because of that, and you kind of mentioned it with, with you're saying that these filmmakers, if you will, who are just trying to have fun, if that's the case, can I really sit here and judge their stuff? Is it even fair to them? Is it fair for us to sit here and talk about Lunar Pack in the same way we talk about other stuff? Is this even in the realm to do that? Because I don't feel it was. I didn't feel the point of talking about that first segment with the werewolf people fighting each other. It, because that's, I don't think it was made for that. It's a, I think it was a project. I think it was something that was trying 
trying to learn how to edit and trying to learn how to cut things together. So can I sit here and even review it or critique it? It's, it I, I don't think it, I think it's unfair to Jason Licorice uh, to do that with this. I think this is a growing, this is, I could do that with his he new movie, the one I, sh- I shut off. He put it out That's there. true. That's true. But then again, is it, you know, uh, am I dumb for trying to judge it and put it up to the same magnifying glass that we put up uh, the nest or we put um, any number of movies or is it one of those things where it's like, well, come on guys, it's not even a real movie movie. You know what I mean? I, I, I struggle with that when it comes to certain, certain things. And the only thing that's come close to that was the big F where I'm like, is this even, or even Marty Jenkins, are we even, are these even qualified movies but in those cases i'll say yes the big move f isn't you know a virus shark because they're trying to make product and trying to turn a buck and so that's a movie even though it's crap it's a movie I'd in this case i just felt like let's take a vote uh, is this let's take a is vote. this even a movie worthy of our time to talk about let's you know? take a vote that's... is the lunar pack a movie all in favor of saying it is a movie say i and raise your hand i i you I ha- blocks. I hate I to fucking know. admit it you because it is as long like it's it's not even if it was not intended to be a movie, it is it it checks the boxes. I agree it's not good, but like is this if Sip Boys could be considered a movie? I don't agree. Yeah. But if oh, Sip I wouldn't Boys, agree with yeah, I couldn't say no, Sip Boys. I wouldn't I don't, Sip Boys is a movie. Uh malevolent. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean like I said, I fucking fell asleep during this damn thing for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> this isn't even like Spaceship Terror where it's like a neat idea co- like hidden underneath the rubble of a bunch of shit. This was just I just didn't like this. <laughs> like I just didn't like it, plain and simple. You know, I don't I'm not going to wade into this is it a movie conversation. It it doesn't matter. I I did not have a good time watching this. Um, there, uh, like, I don't even know that there's a part of it that I enjoyed e- either. Um, you know, usually I try to find at least one positive thing in everything we watch. I don't know that I found one in, in the lunar pack. I-, I guess my positive would be that it's less than an hour long and I was able to, you know, <laughs> wrap this up pretty quickly, uh, in relative terms. But yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, Tyler. I can't do it. This is malevolent. Well, well, okay. Yes, I have labeled myself the ambassador. Oh, of... I know. And well, it's not like, oh, no, Tyler's going to be upset with me. I'm going to get kicked off the show. It's like, ah, buddy, I'm sorry. I agree to disagree on this one, It's champ. all right. It's all right. It happened. I knew Zach, I was going to be by myself. Yeah. Zach, I got to know. What do you think? It's benevolent. It's, I've, <clears throat> I've benevolent. watched. No, malevolent. Sorry. Fuck. I, oh, shit. Oh, no. Tyler's, I can see Tyler's face in my mind. Oh, his, sorry. Like, his little heart just shattered. My wires are crossed. <laughs> I've watched, I've, maybe it's just because I had to watch so much of this quality of, of stuff when I was in college. And it just feels like, yeah. like the hours of watching some kid's weekend project. I, I have nothing <laughs> against Mr. Licorice. He made choices. He yeah. threw this together. Sure did. He had a camera he turned on and there was some editing involved. At this point, all I could say positive is just facts like that. Hey, you got people to say lines. I bet you wrote a script. Good job. That's right. Just didn't work out. 
uh, malevolent. Nick, uh, yeah, it's 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 bad. Um, I'm gonna go malevolent. Uh, I'll just say it. I I don't like anthology movies, but I I'm trying to put that aside. I don't want that to be the whole reason I dislike it because it's that's my problem, not the movie's problem. The movie has lots of other problems. Um, <laughs> I felt disrespected yeah. in a lot of regards. Uh, I mean, just. Just the the dumb jokes in the credits. I didn't care for it. I feel like it, <laughs> d- don't do that to me. It, you, you're not funny enough to do it. Don't try it. Uh, this movie is 100% sincere, and and that's that's nice. You, sometimes you know the the points work the opposite way, and their movie is real sincere. And it's like they really gave it their all. They they tried. They they didn't give it their all. They they didn't try, but it was done sincerely. Uh, if this were like some goof, like the big F, maybe maybe I could I could look past it. Maybe I could, but this is just in the most sincere way a bunch of like grown dudes rolling around in their own backyard. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you use the best word of the evening, sincere. I think that that is the best way yeah. to describe and, it. And but that's not yeah. an indicator for every film. It can it can go either way. Sometimes sincerity is a great thing. Sometimes it is it is the doom of the movie. And this movie, if you're going to be this bad, you got to at least be trying some sort of cringy humor. You got to be doing that like, you know, I have fonder feelings for the big F because of this. Like, you know, at least I knew they're like buddies, like having fun, not taking it seriously. And just the fact that they were taking it seriously pisses me off. (laughs) So, yeah, it's transforming. It's a full moon. Nick hates sincerity. Uh, Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, that's it. You're the last one. That's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully the keyword points will be enough to push. I mean, uh, it is Roddy a, back to, to werewolf safety. anthology movie. I can't, I can't, you know, yeah. no argument there from me at least. But this is interesting. I did not know this because I, I normally don't like to say out loud what I don't like about filmmaking and short films and anthologies uh, at the top of my list. Yeah, I didn't know that that was kind of a consensus for a lot of us. I'm not maybe not everybody. So maybe that should be a challenge. Uh, we work as a group to find a goofy anthology that we connect with on a malevolent movies level that we enjoy watching. We can come up with like a short little special series. Uh, yeah, that might be a fun challenge. Yeah, that might be a fun challenge. I don't think we should necessarily review all of them. Maybe we just rate them privately and then pick the one that we want to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm that'd be cool. Yeah. A little burnout on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to do a whole thing with like two of like a full video intro episode and then six episodes inside and then you do a whole big uh, (laughs) wrap up video episode. You don't want your shit to burn out on that? If no no clear winner is is determined, a two man sack race will be uh, held on consecutive Sundays. That that sounds pretty good. That's that's a little uh, basketball humor. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) So who's next? Who, Who are we watching next? Is it Zach? Yeah, Mr. Two. Yes. So. I believe so. Yeah. What's the pick, Zach? What's your uh, well, what's your I'm stuff? drum roll? What's your oh yeah? I was gonna say I don't remember the exact uh, like I don't remember the curse. Oh, I got it. I got yeah, you right here. Yeah, you've got three good, keywords, buddy. Good buddy. Yeah. So your your keywords were ghost in big city, but then uh oh, you got the hex of misfortune. 
Uh, so you got a third keyword, which was demon slash hell. Yeah. Look, so. <laughs> let's just be, let's, I want next week when we, when you talk about keywords, I just want to, <laughs> maybe we think back to Joe's movie and we talk about how bad that is. And then we just, I was a I little loose with this. some of them, but, um, that's I understand. watching, uh, <laughs> A 2012 film by director Jeffrey Scott Lando. If you remember his name, just completely happenstance, also directed uh, my former pick, Insecticidal. Oh, no. Uh, That's right. I did not even realize. It did sound familiar. Legitimately did not realize this until I sent Tyler my pick, and I noticed it like 20 minutes later. Uh, It is the 2012 movie uh, formerly known as Ghost Quake, now known as Haunted High. I don't oh, know why the change Lord. stars Mr. All Danny right. Trejo and uh, MC Ganey. Sha- so. Is Chauncey Phillips in this one? Uh, I don't believe so. Zach, you okay. really dropped All the right. ball because I-, I was telling Tyler, there's yes. there's a there's a movie that is your perfect exact <laughs> keywords, and it is called yes. Ghostbusters. And I wish you would have picked it because I want to watch <laughs> Ghostbusters. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> so genuinely, it, Tyler had texted me about it and the, it was floated the idea of doing the 2016 Ghostbusters. But I just, too many too many reviews on IMDb. Sure. So much going on there. <laughs> uh, I looked so long for like a Ghostbusters knockoff to see if I could find something that was worth I think we all would have enjoyed it. I know. Um, but I, I, this is... I think this is going to be more. This is going to be interesting because we've had like good movies. Now we've had shit movies. This one's going to land smack dab in the middle, I believe. Well, I'm excited by the fact that it's an insecticidal guy at the very least. So. Yes, I was pumped when I found that out. Um, was it the so, same yeah. uh, film school production or? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. I think this is uh, an, the Canadian an, something or other. A an advancement of his career, I believe. So, yes, All I'm right. excited. Uh, it's fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. It looked pretty wow, stupid. Good, good. That sounds we'll see. great. What a loaded episode. Yeah, yeah. It was a good episode. It was mixing it one. up. Yeah, mixing it up. Oh, great pick, Joe. <laughs> yeah, stellar pick. Way to watch this whole thing before you picked it. <laughs> Pisses me off. <laughs>